Why, hello everybody, and welcome to episode 167 of Extreme PC UK podcast. Today is the 7th of July, 2022, and I'm your host, Nick, also known as Extreme PC UK all over the globe. Today on the show, we have... Craig Gamer, 25, and sometimes I'm all over the globe. <laughs> um, you're also known as many other things, but we won't repeat them on the podcast. Hello, it's Trainspotting, how are we doing? Yo, 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 how are we all? Um... I was just going to say, first up, we've got a couple of things to say before we even start. You'll notice there's only three of us tonight, and Ross Light is not here. What happened was he announced his podcast last week, so we cancelled him. (laughs) 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 Nah, just joking, just joking. It's all good, it's all good. Um, Now, what happened was, um, obviously, when we were at Insomnia, you know, we did the, uh, the whole day for fundraising for the guide dogs. Do you remember that? Do any of you remember that? Yep. So what yep. actually happened was today they invited us to a photo shoot in London to do a lot of work for the guide dogs and to go to uh, a gaming cafe and get in some photos and some crazy stuff like that. Um, all of the podcasters in the stream team were invited. Uh, sadly, I was going to go with Ross, um, but I did warn him and say I might not be able to go firsthand because um, he lives quite far up near Nottingham. So it's quite a mission for him to come down to King's Cross. Um, and basically, so... What happened was yesterday I realised I actually had my kid's sports day as well. So I couldn't go. Um, So basically he went off to do the photo shoot. You would have seen all the Discord pictures of him in this gaming cafe with the dogs and doing loads of stuff. And he said he had a really, really good time today. And he's currently heading back on the train right now. uh, So he won't be back for probably another two or three hours. Um, So that's why he's not here. Uh, But I'm sure he'll fill us all in next week with what he's been doing. Um, Another thing I wanted to talk about quickly was... We're going to try a new style of podcast today. No, now, he broke it. He broke it. <laughs> we want all of your feedback on how this goes, whether you like it or you prefer it how it normally is. So normally, we have like the news in a block, and then we have the games, and then we have the questions and mm-hmm. like announcements and stuff. Now, what we what we was thinking about doing is because what happens is our news runs for an hour and a half normally, and then we get a little bit for the games, <laughs> which is true. Come on, it is true, isn't it? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. I'm always or looking at the times. clock going, look, we've done the news for so long, we need to like move on now. Um, so what we thought we'd do is, because obviously we've got pod notes here, instead of doing it where we have the block for the game, block for this, block for that, we was thinking about maybe what we do this time round is we just put all of our notes, games, news, whatever it is, questions, as they come in, we put them in a list, and then we just wing it. So we just talk about all the different things. So we will say it's a bit of news. Oh, this is a game I've played or this is a question. But we just go through the list so it breaks it up. And if we don't have enough time, then we don't have enough time. You know, what can I say? What do you think? We just carry carry it over to next week. That's all. Well, people can let us know what they think. Like if anyone wants to put comments in the chat just now or that people that just listen to the pod after, if they want to put in... Comments in the Discord or email Nick to say yeah shit and 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 Nick and uh, sorry Trevor and Grace should run it and just let us know man and we'll we'll let you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we are we're going to be testing it new. Um, so let's get into it. Firstly, I'm, I'm going to do the announcements because announcements are always going to be at the beginning. Firstly, um, we always want you to get into our Discord. 
Um, if you want to get in our Discord, just go to extremepcuk, all one word, .co.uk. Um, you can get into our Discord there and join and get in with everything we do. Um, also, we've got the Entertainment Talk Live, which is a podcast Gray does on the side. Um, and he's trying to grow, so go and check that out. It's over all social media, Gray. Is there anything you want to say about it quickly? Yeah, just thanks for people that uh, have been downloading the first episode. We do it once a month, and we'll be doing it again July 24th, and loads of fun. Yeah, his podcast isn't like this podcast. It's, it's nowhere near as good. <laughs> but very close. <laughs> I, I'm on it, and you're not next. So it's, yeah, it's, it's just oh, so it's a little two, bit below Two against this one, one here, isn't it? It's two against one. No, um, and, to be and, fair, um, both of our podcasts do have the same aim, and that's to bring people into the Discord and to get the community bigger and growing. Um, the difference between our podcasts is mine's gaming rated, so it's all gaming, gaming news, games we play. Gray's is more you know. entertainment, so talking about okay. film and movies and TV shows. Um, you, you said Nicky was on all, on all the socials. He's not. He doesn't have any socials. He's, he's <laughs> not yet. No, no. I said he needs <laughs> to get on all the socials now. Yes, I, I'm working something <clears throat> out with uh, Hans. Like he said that he would help me out. Yeah, so what so, he needs to do is he needs to get a Twitter, he needs to get an Instagram, he needs to start posting stuff. Yeah, I know, we will. Before the next one comes up, we will. You know, Why he needs you to post He should post stuff out there like, look, I, I, a picture Hans of the is program. used to doing it. He likes, he can do a couple of them and he's done it before. So I've, so well, I'll, you I'll, sign up to Twitter and sign up to Instagram, whatever. It's easy. Just go to the website and boom. Yeah. I don't like to do any of that garbage. Well, you'll probably it enjoy me. it, Gray, because what you do is, like, you spam the Discord with all of the stuff you're doing. Yeah, but yeah, it, yeah sure. It would be, no. Honestly, I'm being deadly serious here. Uh, and yeah. Trev, tell me what you think. In the entertainment chat, he spams it with everything he's looking into, doesn't he? You'd be so, perfect for social media. Yeah, so when you put down social media, you haven't just got the 800 people on our Discord. You've got millions of people. So you would pull a lot more listeners in. You should test it from now till next well, week. Well, what I might do is I'm, I'm still going to use Hans's assistance, but I'm going to write a lot of the stuff and just let him actually post everything, you know, and stuff. So I think he's doing. You're doing more of the manual labor stuff. <laughs> Look, to help what's me going out. on with Gray? I think it's old age. Yeah. Look, this all started with Ericann, you know. Ericann, we blame you. It started with you when you built his computer right. for him. Now he won't do social media himself. He won't go to the toilet himself. <laughs> that's what it, that's what it is. Yes. Well, see, I've attained, attained, attained a certain stature in my life where I can have other people do things for me. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Overlord. Yeah. So that I can save all my talents to to host the show. See. <laughs> yeah. Um, the next thing I want to mention as well is Red Dwarf Tuesdays. Every Tuesday we have watch Red Dwarf from uh, eight until nine p.m. Two episodes. Um, in my notes, it's got big brackets that says sometimes when Nick remembers because the last <laughs> week, and you can't all moan at me because I forgot about it because you all forgot about it as well. Yeah, that's true. Where was you, know, you Trev? Around. I, uh, I fell asleep. I, something happened. I don't know. <laughs> I'll catch up. I'll we catch was all up. playing elite and we've got this big war going on. So all of a sudden we're middle of the thing. And I was like, we're going to time. What day is it today? So I just choose. I said, huh, we're three quarters of the way through Red Dwarf night. <laughs> I was like, has oh, anyone turned up? <laughs> you never done it again. Oh, no. <laughs> Rubbish. Then there was another time. It was, there, was, there was something else too that was actually legit. And then we missed another week. And it was like, <laughs> we'll get to it. Oh man! No. Um, Jesse just brings up it. a good point. He says he wants um, cat ear forever. What he's talking about is on my stream on Twitch, which I try and stream Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I've been really busy this week, so I haven't really had much time. Um, but yeah, they're they're really pushing me to get the cat ears. They really want me to have the cat ears on for my stream. And when they get to the right points, 
I'll get in the cat is. That's lame. I can do so much better. We've, I know. We've been legal, tol- tolerable Hold acceptance. On. You do have to realise, though, I think uh, Jesse's just starting us off with the cat is. I think what ah, it is, yeah. he's, he's already trying to get me in a dress. <laughs> he's done 6,600 points on his own just for the cat here thing. <laughs> he's the only one doing it. <laughs> right, let me help, man. Let me help. Sorry, carry on as you were. I'll help with that. No worries. Um, one thing I did want to do before we carried on, before we started, Trev, so uh, World 2 or whatever it's called, how's your sales? What was it? Oh, Earth 2. Uh, a few dollars. I made a few dollars or something at the moment, I think. What really? did you do? Oh, the, the, the Earth thing, whatever it was. What was it called? Yeah, Earth 2. I mean, Earth 2, yeah. Yeah, I've built villas or something on them at the moment now, so... Oh, boy. Sounds like Monopoly. I think it's a long game, the long, the long... You need to, I think you need to build up stuff yeah. around your area. It's like NFTs. They're starting to go down. Yeah, everyone's getting yumped with them. Uh, yeah. Oh, but that brings NFT. me to something I wanted to talk about as well, which is extremely annoying. So we had an issue earlier this week. Uh, anyway, um, I got disconnected from uh, Me6, which is the, the bots that run our Discord. And basically, do you know what happened? So I tried to log back in and the authentication thing was saying I, w- I needed a six digits um, and it wouldn't let me in. So I emailed them and they basically sent me an email back. Even though I pay them, they sent me back an email saying... We don't really know. Go to Discord. So I've written back again. I said, what do you mean? Don't I pay you to do this stuff. Yeah, we don't really know. Wait, you have to pay for that? I to, just, yeah, the bot man, thing, it's so yeah. frustrating. You really. have to pay for a bot? Really? No, because it's not just the bot. It's everything to do with like all of the um, the roles and everything and the Twitch and everything. All the stuff's all connected through it. Okay, 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 okay. So, but anyway, let's get in. Let's get into this podcast. Let's get stuck into the new way. Well, it's not the new way; it's the way we're trying, um, and we'll <laughs> go from there. So, uh, the first thing the, the new old way, news, and I'll let Gray take it away. Okay. Well, the first the first little bit of news is uh, today they had the Skull and Bones live stream event, which happened actually not long ago, and uh, I found out it a bit late, but I'm glad I did. So I started to watch it, and uh, Nick also uh, watched it. I only watched well. it because you put it in the chat, and I saw it. Well, there you go. So um, it was pretty interesting. I thought but it was, you didn't put it in entertainment chat, so I wouldn't have seen it. <laughs> I know that's why I put it in everything else. <laughs> it was a game. It doesn't really go in entertainment. Chat. Um, but anyway, uh, we finally got a launch date, so it is going to come out November eighth. So all they these years that. was it five years we've been waiting for this, and so now they it's finally going to come out. In, well, yeah, well, as much as you want to believe. Uh, two of the guys were actually played the game uh, live, so we actually got to see some of it happen. Um, there's a couple of little things that I noticed on it that I was trying to keep up with. Uh, you can be solo in the game. Uh, again, this is a this is a real time a, a pirate game. I think um, I guess Sea of Thieves, but with more realistic graphics, I guess kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it is Ubisoft, so there's some of the things you expect from Ubisoft are going on in the game. Uh, anyway, you can play solo, but they really suggest that co-op is where it's at. And you can yeah. do co-op versus PVE or PVP. They pushed that so pretty you... hard, though, didn't they? Like, yeah. let's talk about some of these subjects, because I feel like you're just reeling off all the subjects, but you're not actually talking yeah. about them. Like, right. I keep going to cut in. I feel like I'm cutting you off. but No, I only, I only of... mentioned the first thing. There's a whole list browsing of stuff. Over. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I forgot what the first subject you even said. What, I was, was, what I was saying was game launches on the 8th. They, they say that you can play the game solo, 
but they kept on pushing it that it was much better in co-op. Yeah, they kept the only, up... the only... oh. Go, on. Go ahead. Yeah. No, the only thing I was going to say that was interesting is that the co-op can be PvE or PvP. So for people that don't like PvP, can still co-op and play PvE. It, it felt to me but... like they were trying to cover all the bases. Pretty much, yeah. They wanted to tick all the boxes. They're greedy. They want all the boxes. Um, let's talk about first, and this is this is the main thing that it comes down to, and this is what I want to talk about straight off the bat. Compared to Sea of Thieves, what did you think? Well, right, so I, you know, I don't know if been... I, I don't know yeah. if I've seen enough of it to say something. I, I do know that obviously the first thing you notice is the graphics look realistic yep. versus the cartoon kind of thing. Nothing wrong with the cartoon kind of thing. It's great in Sea of Thieves and some other games. So there's nothing against that. But if that you works. don't if you don't prefer the cartoon graphics and you were waiting for realistic, then That's this may be your game. Yeah, so so I said years ago when Sea of Thieves first came out, I said, wouldn't this game be amazing if it had realistic graphics? And everyone back then said, if it had realistic graphics, the graphics cards wouldn't be able to push it. So and you even said that last week, I think, Trev. Was it you that said that last week? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I've got to be honest. The, I know that the intros in there were were like film. They weren't gameplay. Yeah, cinematic. Yeah, right. so they looked. They yeah. did look amazing quality. You know, it was very close to like real film. Um, but I did think in the first three quarters of that whole uh, like YouTube, they didn't really show much gameplay at the beginning. It was all like cinematics and people talking and stuff like that. Um, but I do feel the game does look like it does intrigue me because I want to see graphics that aren't cartoony like Sea of Thieves. And that's, mm -hmm. that's, the main, that's the main thing for me. But secondly to that, it was the way they was pushing that you can build a whole fleet. And the way they was pushing, you upgrade your ships and you grow ships and you can build and you can make them look totally different and stuff like that. And obviously, you know what I'm like. I want gold yeah, guns. Like I want to customize too. I think that's part of what everybody likes to do. Um, they did say that you'll be going on missions, you'll be gathering materials, yeah, uh, you'll be researching, you'll be building better ships. You start out with a real dinky looking thing, and cool. then you can move move up. Just so all that is gonna be fun. What I think it's about fun. to say, he's about to cut in then. <laughs> I've lost my touch, so I'm used to being on with just gray, and I can compete. But when I'm on with two, you it's like I have to step up my A game again. Um, <laughs> to get your cutting in tool. <laughs> does the game look? Two questions that are kind of associated. A, does the game uh, look like it'll be ready for November? Uh, and B, does it look like they've genuinely been working on it and on and off it for the last five plus years, Griff? Well, first I'm going to say is that I don't think anything, even including this game, should have took five years, period. So really? I don't care what they say. It should no, have took no, five, no, five no, years. I have to stop you briefly and pause it. AAA titles generally take that for development time. No, not, with, not with, I would say normally you would be right, but not with Ubisoft. When they can pump out an Assassin's Creed game that's pretty damn good... Oh. In no, about no, a year no, no, and a half. No, no. Assassin's Creed using the same game engine. They're using yeah. the same graphics. Just, it's just a reskin. Yeah, it's, it's copy, paste, copy, paste, and tweak it, mate. Same with Far Cry. Sorry, don't get me started on that. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, to be fair, I, I, Far Cry, from Far Cry 3, um, they did do that, but I liked it. Yeah. I, I just I just think that it, it still shouldn't have took five years. But beyond that part of it, I still it looked great. I mean, it really looked good. Uh, Magic when they Gaming, actually did... thank you for that sub. Really appreciate it. 18 months, man. Cheers, dude. 
when they really did get to doing some of the actual gameplay towards the last 15 minutes of the presentation, then you started seeing some of the stuff they're talking about. And, you know, it still looked a, a, a little bit, you know, you have you only get so much out of what you saw, but from what I saw, it was pretty cool. No, I thought there was quite a lot to see. And to be fair, um, I saw what I wanted to see. I saw yeah. the changes that I wanted to see in that game. Because all I'm thinking is Sea of Thieves. Do I go and play Sea of Thieves or do I play Skull and Bones? Now, what's the only thing that's going to change from that is Sea of Thieves, when you played it, you, you didn't really get much. They got customizations, we get that. But, yeah. but you don't really have... Did you hear that? My son just shouted out, I can't find any underwear. I told him to be quiet while I'm on a podcast, <laughs> and that's what he shouts out. And I now know. I hear him go, oh. We didn't, we didn't hear him. <laughs> Commando, no one heard all it. Commando all the way. That'll teach him, that'll teach him to not to be quiet, won't it, when, he, when I'm uh, live. <laughs> you made it on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> For all the wrong reasons. But yeah, um, yeah, I can't think of what I was going to say now. But basically, when uh, you go you from... Said you saw whatever yeah, you yeah, wanted to it, see. So when you go from Sea of Thieves... The customizations, even though there was lots of customizations, I didn't really like the way it was all come about. It was like you do jobs, you go and dig up treasure to make money to buy skins to put on your thing, on your ship, and that. And then, hold on one second. He's getting a terrible. And then, yeah, just Um, but then, like, what happens is you put them on, but then, say, three or four of us are playing together. Underwear. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Say, say, three or four of us are playing together. Wait a minute, with little oh. skull and bones written on them. <laughs> with what? Right on the underwear. Skull and bones on the underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Go ahead, but, you said. But yeah, like with the um, skins that you'd get, you'd put them skins onto um, your ship. But if there's four of us playing, I'd be like, I want to put my hull on, you want to put your guns on, and you'd build this random ship. And when you went yeah. off, that was it. But in this game now it sort of seems like they really pushed that you start on a desert island on your own and you have mm-hmm. to survive, get a little ship together and get off of there. And then they they also showed like scenes of real gameplay where a ship would pull up next to the island and they'd all be hit, firing at the tree and all the coconuts yeah. and bananas or whatever they were and were, all the fruit was falling out of the tree and then they were gathering it and then they were chopping down the trees for wood. Now, that's something that you can't really see in Sea of Thieves happening because it's... it's doesn't feel that way um it yeah. does feel piratey in cs thieves but there's not that real element of like crafting and all that and it to me and 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 to trev like you'll probably understand this because you're a massive rust player did you not fit you didn't you haven't seen it have you i haven't made so uh, i was i was so it sort of it sort of feels studio, like sea of thieves and rust put together exact. like gathering resources <laughs> and doing stuff what? you know that's perfect, mate. That is that is the game I've been crying out for. See, when I see, saw Skull and Bones for the first time, like a, a small tease, what, five years ago, I remember thinking to myself, this looks good. This, if only they can pull it off. And if it comes to fruition, like you guys are saying, that is the perfect, because I love both of those games. But yeah. now I'm going to have better graphics. Sorry, Shell, if you're listening, but it just, it looks better. Sorry. I think <laughs> this, this is... This is how's this the this game is more straightforward built like a, a Ubisoft game is and should be. You get your crafting, you get your missions, you get to work yourself up from a lowly nothing captain all the way up all the way up the line. You can customize little to big. You can go on quests, you can do search for mats all over the place. You can talk I mean it, there's so much that looks like it you can do that you want to do. So now I just can't wait to get into the game to see everything that you can do. Yeah, see um 
One of the comments that somebody made, and I don't know, I don't, and I watched for this. I saw a guy make a comment on the side as I was watching it. But then I started to look. He was he, he was saying that um, the mechanic in the game is that when you shoot a ship from far away, you get so many points or so much loot or plunder. But if you bring in your ship close, and if you board the other ship, you get a lot more. Yeah, because so I kind of like that because it right. It, I like that idea because it forces you to get better at the game to actually go and board the other ship because you're going to get a lot more good stuff. Now, the only thing that was a, that I was watching that I don't know if I was turned off on or not. Hold on, was pause. As, oh, as, no, hold on, hold on. I'm going to say, is it the same I, thing as me before you say it? I don't know. Was it the, the type of weapons that are used? Two, sort of, two things. I, one was the fact that when they pulled up to the ship and then they were going <clears> to <throat> go jump on the other ship, it, it went through a transition scene. And all of a sudden, they're on the ship. So oh, I was kind of waiting cool. to see the people jumping over. Maybe that over. bit's not done yet. Uh, maybe. And I don't want to say... You know, yeah, it. yeah. It's, it's a little transition. You know, I was kind of disappointed because oh, wow. I wanted to, I wanted to feel like I was jumping over the thing. Over you do the have to be careful, everybody, though, because this is from the guy in Elite Dangerous that's... Even though the game wants so much stuff in there, all Grey wants is the bartender to be able to hand you a drink. Well, they should do that, but that's another <laughs> thing. I agree. And then the other thing that I thought was, and I'm not sure if I was, I was trying to really concentrate on it, but as they got on the ship to fight for the plunder, right, on that ship, there really wasn't a lot of fighting going on. There was a little bit of fighting, and then boom, before you know it, they have all the plunder, another transition. Yeah, but you've got to realize that, that was this it. is just a bit of the gameplay they're showing you to just, to just mm -hmm. to, in a small space of time, they're trying to show you what can happen. That could have that could have took twenty minutes. You don't know how long that's going to have taken. No, so. I, no, I agree. I don't want to. I don't want to pass final judgment. Yeah, see, for me, the one out. thing that stuck out was is it's called Skull and Crossbones, and it's all about pirates and that. But then they started showing the weapons that you get on your boat, and I think they've done this purely to be different to Sea of Thieves. Rather than have mm. cannons and cannonballs, you got rocket launchers. So like, the, you're on this wooden ship. And then the guy's got a 58 size square rocket launcher where they're firing off in rows, you know, like something you'd see in modern days. And I was a bit like, well, rocket launchers. Supposedly, they're supposed to be making it as realistic as to what they had back then. So they may have had something that did that, that they're calling rocket launchers. I don't think they called it that back then, but they did have other weapons. Exactly. Well, the other, well, the other thing that bothered me, not really bothered me, but, but on the weapon was they had a flamethrower. And that seemed to be a little yeah. too easy because the flamethrower was just like that spewing was the Greek flames weapon, out. It? I think so, yeah, or something like that. But it was spewing flames out like without ever stopping. And I'm going like, I don't, that's not that realistic. You're gonna you're gonna have issues where you can only throw flame for so long, and, you, and it's you can't do it anymore. Then you got to wait and you got to do it again. But this was like just spewing out flame, and I'm sitting there going like, wow, that seems a little too easy. Yeah, but you um, know, one. That's a few couple of bad points, but uh, one good point I like the idea of is that you can build up a fleet. Now they didn't really—I didn't really yeah. see them go into it much detail about the fleet, but could you imagine? They did show if it, it though. They had a scene of the guy. He was—he was in the crow's nest, and then his fleet was down below. And it was gameplay. So did, I, don't, I didn't see that. Yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. Um, Are you sure it I wasn't? It wasn't when I they don't had remember. I don't remember it was gameplay or because not. Because what they but... tried to push when they was talking about it was that. If you've got a fleet of friends, so you in this you get different. It's not like um, Sea of Thieves. In this you've got different kinds of boats. So you've got like um, an armored ship, which is um, good for loot. It, you can put loads of loot on it and stuff, but it's very slow. You can have like a fighting ship with loads of armor, but it's, it can't turn. And it's very slow. 
or you can have like a really skinny ship that's really fast but it's really weak um and they were showing you all these different types of ships and yeah. from what it looked like is is if i was say my main ship is a fighting ship i would turn up to our party with us three with the fighting ship gray if he was an explorer he would turn up with the loot ship that was fast or could hold a lot more cargo um and then you would turn up in a different type of ship trev where all three of us have got strengths and weaknesses so rather than us just all play together in our own boats we've got roles to play in our own ships um and then we like will that. play that out and rather than like cfes where you're all on one pirate ship together i think in this you can have a fleet where we're all captains of our own fleet of our own ship because did you notice gray when they was driving the ship they were mm -hmm. showing that on the ship there's loads of people working which yeah, are ai yeah. and if you don't keep them fed watered and looked after they will turn mutiny you on you yep what you need to feed them oh man i'm not <laughs> i'm far too lazy for that really yeah so you've got to keep the upkeep otherwise they the do mutiny. The ship. and they actually showed a video of one of the guys coming up to you and headbutting you and knocking you out and taking your ship why have you got to feed them, man? Are they Tamagotchis or something? Like seriously, <laughs> pretty what? much, yeah. On pirate ships, I don't. I don't think it's a survival game to the point that that if you don't give them a banana, they're gonna die. I think it's more like, you know, you don't share that. You don't share the plunder correctly. You don't do, yeah. you know, certain things to keep them happy. They're, you know, bring them to a brothel. I don't know. They're gonna get. They're gonna start, you know, mutinying on you, which you don't want. Yeah, I think but that. I, I think that's a. But I like that feature because. It's true. I mean, back then they they would go mutiny if they didn't think the captain was strong enough. He, they'd be make they'd be walking the plank. Yeah, so, true. That's okay, point, that's okay. That's a good that's a good mechanic. I but think. Yeah. Overall, um, I've got to say that I did think to myself, and this is one thing that's come up with the Discord as well. Like we've been playing a lot of Elite lately, and we've noticed the Discord's got a bit quieter um, because we're always on Elite. And if anyone does think that, feel free to let us know because we will change and work around it and try and get more things going um but uh oh yeah i forgot the main point i was actually going to say about that then um uh, oh you're, that... you're say it's it's a lead on the seas yeah so what will happen is when that comes out i'm definitely down for getting into that um mm -hmm. as a oh, group for sure and for trying it out and seeing how it goes because yeah we're, we're, we're more than happy to get into more games like that um i have a quick question about it which has the better water graphics Ooh. Do you know what? There was so much going on that I didn't actually even look at the water. I was graphics. I was you looking at the water. The water that... <laughs> no, no, I, I looked I looked at the water. I would say the the graphics are probably at least equal to see at these. Maybe maybe I maybe I would give the edge uh, if I really really had to 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 get down to the nitty gritty. Maybe I would give the edge to see at thieves, but not by much. Yeah, it does roll well in see at thieves the war. Yeah, yeah, but, but not them. But I wouldn't give it a big edge over it. I really wouldn't. Okay, we'll be happy. Um, I also did like on, on one of the when they were in the fight. I noticed that in, on the water, there was like red circles around boats for clearly for attacking or or sinking. You're you're in danger. And then there was yellow circles on the water that meant plunder. So you had to be able to navigate to pick up the plunder because you only have a limited time to get it. And then circle back around to the ships that are attacking you, which is in the red circles. So that way you could tell which was attack which was attacking, which was plunder. So if you didn't get to the plunder circle. You lost out on the plunder, and yeah, you but, have to go back. But also, yeah. as well, another thing that I liked as well, which sort of... Sea of Thieves, you always got bored because you had to do the same thing over and over again. It was go and pick something up and bring it back and trade it in. Now, on this, one thing I did, and I was quite shocked by, is 
you've got lots of like rare animals and you can go hunting for them. So if you mm. just rock up on a random island, Trev, you can just park your boat up, get off, and you can go looking for an alligator or something and you can skin it and bring all the gear back and you can make money that way. And they really emphasize like you can play this alone and just go around on your own exploring and stuff or you can get, you could even go and take over a fort and blow a fort up if you've got enough players to do it. Thing is, Nick, I uh, I wish Shell was uh, on this, or if she listens to it back after, because she's one of her biggest uh, Sea of Thieves advocates, and I kind of like it as well, but nowhere near as much. She would tell you, and from my experience of playing it in recent times, they have added a lot more to it. There is yeah. a lot more content than there used to be. Things like but pets sustained stuff, bones. though. It's still going and retrieving. But but the new game, this Skull and Bones was probably going to have a similar problem, at least after a little while, mate. It's difficult to keep... No, because I think the problem with Sea of Thieves is it's everything is going around for going to this place, killing something, building something, grabbing something, and taking mm -hmm. it back to that island and dropping it off. And for me, that is the problem. Whereas in this, it looked like you could we could just drive, sail to an island go look around it, kill some animals, sail to another island. If we see a ship, we can go and attack it. There was no going back to the island number one and dropping it all off. Like, Yeah. True. I think also what, what was cool is they, they, they apparently they built in a whole trading mechanic. So you stop at these islands called Pirate's Dens, and when you stop there, you talk to, to traders that are only at these islands. And so you trade them your stuff for other stuff that you want, and I guess there's some kind of a trading network going on. Yeah. Or whatever pretty much like they used to do that's what they did they went and traded so you have all that going on on these islands and you get a chance to your, your crew gets a chance to rest up uh maybe run a mission you pick up the missions also at the pirates dens apparently so when you're going for your missions or your contracts as they call it you go to the pirates den get your contracts run them out to sea and do them um so there's always a way to ground yourself on an island you know, to the island to do things so it's not just <clears> always at sea the majority of it is at sea, yes, but a lot of it's not. There's a lot of stuff that's not happening there, and you gotta you gotta go on the islands. You gotta get materials. You gotta you gotta farm. You gotta be able to build stuff. You gotta yeah. be able to upgrade. They also said that there's a lot of chance as well where, say, me and you get on Trev and we want to do some PVE. We don't want to go doing PVP. We just want to chill and have a laugh. We could go and look for, say, uh, uh, a boat that's sailing past, and it could be like a a, um, a trade ship. And then around that trade ship, there could be four fighting ships and it'll be PVE. They'll just be AI. Me and you can go and yeah. we can plan like, right, well, you go around that way. I'll go this way. We'll take it out. But then they said, but what you've got to realize is third party players can come in and quite as easily do what you're doing to them to you. And someone could do it to them. And they said they really emphasized how the, the scales could get massive where lots of people are all fighting each other. So there's a chance like you could have amazing massive fight and there's loads. Now in um, Sea of Thieves, I think it's something like, is it only 12 boats per server or something? It's not a lot. That's just one downside, yeah. I think. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so, but they didn't yeah. mention on this how many boats per server or how many players per server. Uh, but that could be a game changer. Could you imagine instead of having loads of instances of games with like 10 players in, you've got one massive map. And in that massive map, even though there's only a few bits of land, in that massive map, you could have 100 people in there and it's just a free-for-all. Do you know what I mean? Could you imagine if... 64 on 64. <laughs> yeah, but could you imagine if you had a fleet, yeah, where we had been playing, like Elite Dangerous, we'd been playing for six months and we've got 
50 commanders and we've all got a ship each and we're all like, yeah, we all get on on Wednesday. We all get on and we're all in the game in our own ships and we just go around taking down any ships we see. That would be, be cool. Good. That would be yeah, good fun. Yeah. I'm, intrigued. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued, man. I'm intrigued. It will be no Game Pass or anything this time, so it'll be full whack, man. It'll be like 60 Darn. quid or something for us, no doubt. Yeah. Well, that, that was interesting. Is some of the comments people were making during the course of it, they were going like, "If this isn't free to play, I'm not in it." These are people are commenting and stuff, and then other ones were going like, "I'm not." In other words, they don't want to pay sixty dollars. They want it. It's to be far a... too expensive, mate, and dev time right. for them to make See, it free to play. No chance. I honestly believe mm. in this day and age, all games should be monthly subscription based with no sign up. So, literally. Oh, okay, Hitler. Okay, Hitler. Steady. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I like. Like, I hate I'm not being funny. Movie. If you like a game, pay six quid for it a month or something. Yeah. And then if you don't want to carry on playing it a month later, you don't pay for it. Don't pay 70 quid up front and then play it for a week. That's what you're going to do. If it's a game that I you really like, if that was Rust, prefer... you'd pay you'd pay 10 quid a month for Rust. That's probably the only exception I can think of any game because of the amount of hours. Of... My second closest game, Nick, is 380-odd hours of Destiny 2 compared to over 3,500 Rust. You can't compare them, but... I prefer the season pass system. It's pretty successful, man. It's worked really, really well. And you don't have to pay for that. You just don't get as many things or skins, etc. I think it's a good system. But to each their own. You know, it's it's uh, it's more of a well, World of Warcraft type system. That. Yeah, but the, the reason why we've started to look at this system and like it more is because, obviously, we're playing Elite Dangerous and we're playing it daily, all day, every day. And we're we're at well, a point where, they, where they've got no money left anymore. They can't do new stuff to the game. They can't even fix yeah. the bugs that are in it. And we've come to a dead end because they wow. ain't got enough money to do anything. And they can't do they can't build any more DLC because they ain't got enough money. So yeah, like they have enough money to write stories. Yeah, so they're just writing stories <laughs> now. Um and like if that went to subscription base, all the players that wanted to carry on playing this massive like MMO they would be able to play it, but they'd pay £10 a month or something, £6 a month. Why, 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 why don't they do a season pass then like everyone else is doing? And then that's a good way for them to get money in so they can bring out big DLCs. That should be a, a thing. It shouldn't be in the state it's in, whether it's following, how long it's been out in Steam and whatnot. Well, they brought it out the DLC happening. Odyssey, didn't they? And it got a big backlash because it wasn't ready. Um, and... it just now well, is where it should be. It took a year before it was re it was finally fixed up. And it still has some issues, but it took that long just to get it to where it Are you going to be. stop playing it then, or are you going to play it less then? No, no, no. But the thing is, we, we're Not heavily right now, invested. But... We're in a massive war at the moment with real people. We're emailing each other, and, like, this is this is proper getting to, like, MMO-style gameplay now. We're, we, we've been fighting for maybe 15 days, and look, this just, just shows you. This is the extent to we're at, yeah? Every morning, I've been getting on with Al at 5 o'clock in the morning before doing work and stuff, yeah? Just look at this. These pieces of paper. You see how many of them there are? <laughs> yeah? If yeah. you look closely Jeez. on them, they're all scores, percentages for different areas where we're in war, where we're in elections, where we're... That's in the hardest we've ever worked outside the game, Nick. Jesus, yep, exactly. God. And it's because we wow. want to win. We got stabbed in the back by someone and we're now out for blood. And in that process, we've come across a lot of big factions which are bigger than us. And we've had to make agreements and peace treaties and we've had to bend our rules to what we normally do for other people, which is fair enough. Um, but yeah, Well, let, let, me, let me present a question to you because I know it's, it's a logical one. If, and it's a big if, okay, um, Skull and Bones were to be as good as we all 
want it to be. And if we can all get in ships and do all kinds of things very similar-ish to Elite, would you leave Elite and and, and go for Skull and Bones and do the same oh, thing? That's a massive question to answer, mate, at that stage. No, it's a very, for me, it's very simple. Um, the problem with, like I'm saying, and I don't want to keep going about Elite all the time, but the problem with Elite is what we're seeing at the moment is, is you've got this bubble, and this bubble's got thousands and thousands of stations and systems in it. And the thing is that there's there's four billion in the whole space in the game, but you can only work in this little little patch. Now we know the mechanics are in game already to like open that up. And what they're trying to do is you've got all these factions in one little area fighting when there's all this vast space. All they'd have to do is open it up so that we could build our own stations and in we don't have to actually physically build anything. It's like literally a scoring system. If we get to this many points, we, we move into that place. If they did that that game would go through the roof again because everyone feels like they've, they've got, they've right, got but, to the limit. All this, pushed up against is, the wall. But remember, this is all the wish list that we know is never going to happen. So when Skull and Bones comes out, and this is just me thinking off the top of my head because all this is ifs now, but if the game has as much to do as we're seeing you know, in Skull and Bones and that you can do all the things that you can or that we're doing right now in Elite, let's say, but with so much more new content coming, it's going to be awfully tempting to, to switch and play that game and play skull and bones for a while or for yeah. a good while but i yeah. mean they've already they've already announced right off the top that they're doing what they call world events and they said they're going to have new content on a regular schedule in skull and bones yeah so well, we'll see what happens with it um anyway we should move on because we've got this new structure of the yep. podcast to see how it works and we've only sp spoken about skull and bones now <laughs> <laughs> um so the next thing up on the list for us to talk about is a bit of news from trev um I'll let you take it away. Okay, okay. Uh, this this will be a quicker bit. Um, it's something that I don't think will be a big problem, but I, I did notice it. Uh, unless you lived under a rock. Uh, was it the start of this year or last year? Um, we learned that uh, Microsoft were uh, going to try and buy out Activision Blizzard for... How much was it? Like, Are you going to make up a random number? Should be pennies no. on the dollar now. I've got got always Trev's always got the facts. Um, sixty <laughs> sixty nine billion dollars. I thought it was more than that. I thought it was closest to closer to a hundred billion dollars. But no, sixty sixty eight point seven billion dollars. Scooby says fifty point five billion. He says you're wrong. No, not according to article I'm reading, man. Oh, that's that's maybe in pounds. Maybe that's a conversion. Oh, look, he got that's curveballs. Just, 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 just <laughs> the, dollar's not worth, the dollar's not worth very much. Maybe that's what it is. It anyway, would have been a lot more except for all their problems. So it came down in price. No, but the, the competition watchdog in the UK is actually looking at, uh, out for that deal. Just like it'll be doing in America and every other major market in the EU and whatnot. And and what does this mean? It probably won't be a big issue, especially because the, the UK left uh, EU. Uh, cheers, cheers, guys down south for that. Um, it probably won't make a big deal of difference, but when you have major markets like that or major government uh, watchdogs looking in to this to see if there's anything wrong, if it'll harm competition, then it's a small little snag because what happens if every other country says yes to the deal but the UK says no? Does that mean it can't go through? Surely not. I'm not a business expert, but I'd imagine maybe any assets in the uk that are owned by activision or blizzard couldn't go through as part of the deal and it'd have to be restructured so i'd imagine it would go through but it's the biggest deal ever in video games uh, history so i'll don't be surprised for snags like this to happen and more snags especially who are the uh the equivalent in the states 
they'll probably be looking at it as well to see if it goes through. And they're the big guys. So if it goes through, they are probably. I just, want, I just want all that to happen so we can get everything on Game Pass. Yeah. That's man. what he cares about. You don't want everything on Game Pass because when you get that, Gray, when your wish comes true, the price will skyrocket and be monopolized. Yes. He's right. He's I'm, right. Look, if they were, if they get all of Activision, You'll be going, please take break it down. And they, well, let's look. They've already got agreements with Ubisoft on some of their games now. That was the last thing that I wanted to see happen, and it's already partially happened. So if that happens, right, and they continue on with Ubisoft doing it that way, and this goes down, dude, that's practically everything except for the indies. So it, that's it. I'll I'll pay an extra five bucks a month the, if the, I can get won't... Ubisoft and others. They they want this man. They're gonna they're gonna keep it as low as they can because there's no doubt they're making a loss in this at the moment, and they will do this. They're pushing it massively. Unlike Sony Sony's deal where the, the PlayStation, where they've come out with their own similar plan, but it's nowhere near as good. It's maybe better value for what you get, but you don't you don't get all the uh, AAA titles that Sony Studios themselves make because they put two hundred million dollars into each of their games that they make. So it's kind of different. So Nick is right. If they put all their eggs in one basket, that basket becomes a lot more expensive. So maybe before you know it, you're more. paying forty quid a month. No, it's not gonna be that. I think what's I really expect them to go from ten to fifteen dollars a month once they yeah. get all this bought. When yeah. they buy finish their, their completion of all this and and increase their deal with Ubisoft or or buy Ubisoft all together, um, whichever however they do it then you will see it go to 15 and no, you know what and you're I, gonna see and... after that like netflix what? has just done you're yeah, gonna see these up. creepy crawly people coming in like on netflix and stuff saying yeah we can drop your netflix by five quid but we will give you adverts from now on that's fine yeah. for people that, yeah, that can't fun. afford it yeah for, and for then people that, they've got to have a price point that all people are going to like and if they have to put ads in in order for people to be able to afford it and like it oh come off have... it them you have ads two that versions. they get from putting in are going to double their money. Look, Netflix did, never wanted to do that. That wasn't the platform that they yeah. went on. But now because they have to do it, and it's really, have they're just going to do, do it, it anyway. Have to do it or want to if do Nef it. If Netflix doesn't or, offer an ad plan, is they're going to continue to lose money. just music to your ears? Because if they turn around to you and said, we're going to put adverts on there, you'd be like, what are you talking about? I pay for this. I'm not having adverts. Wouldn't you? No, because so I pay do for is, the money not to have They trick you. They put the wool over your eyes and they go... What we're going to do is we're going to drop your, your subscription down by five quid and we're going to put adverts on. And then by the end of the year, Gray, it would have crept up again, back to 15 quid, <laughs> and you've got adverts. Well, how, how, long, how long have they kept the cheapness that is, what, $10 or £8? For quite a while now, guys. So yeah, a very long time, yes. Yeah, so that tells you it's got to go up at some point. They'll keep it as low as they can, great, because look, we're saying mm. we're, they're trying to build up. I think they want to get something like 100, 200 million subscribers, and they're nowhere near that at the moment. So they, they can Who, Netflix? Well, they'll no, probably do it. They'll probably well, do it gradually. I was going to say, because everyone's leaving. <laughs> Game Pass. Game Pass. Right. Game Pass, Game Pass yeah. I don't, think, I don't think they're going to go from 10 to 15 on Game Pass. I think it'll be like 10 to... Twelve ninety nine or something. I wonder how much like Steam must be crying right now, just looking over the fence into into Xbox's garden, looking in there and going, "Oh man, they've got two hundred thousand subscribers Why? nearly, and people are paying." Yeah, for but them. you know what? But, but you know what? 30, I, I don't. I, I don't think that's man. true because all they have to do is do a, is do a Half Life game and they make all their money. Half Life Alex true. did very well for them. They made a lot of money on that on that game. 
Yeah, but also, do it you've got to realize, though, yeah. also, that was because it was Plus the they first... have all the indies wrapped up. Steam has all the indies wrapped the up. The reason why Half-Life Alex was so popular, yeah, it is a popular game, don't get me wrong, yeah? It's massive, oh, nostalgic game. But that was the first ever game released full AAA title for VR. Right. So it was going to be big. But that, my point is, though, is that if they ever felt that they weren't making enough money, all they got to do is go, Half-Life 3... And then everybody will go, oh, and they'll all buy it. <laughs> Magic Gaming said, maybe don't argue over what you think will happen. Maybe stick to your facts. But then we wouldn't have a good podcast, <laughs> would we? That's right, man. We like to prognosticate. We prognosticate it's, stuff. It's kind of what we do, man. It's kind of our shtick, you know. So. We could just be like, that, we... Netflix is uh, putting adverts on, so we won't talk about them anymore. No, nope, because that goes on the other one, the other podcast. <laughs> just and, and get another, get a VPN and create an account in another country like I've done with PlayStation Plus. And I pay less than a quarter of the price. I do it for Netflix. He's so I'm proud of this. Premium. So if anyone's listening for any of those companies, it's your own fault. We're gonna, I reckon we're gonna if you come out of work in the, at the end of the day, don't you? You walk into the local pub, you get a beer, you sit down on your own, you look around. Guy pops up over there, say, hello, Bill. Guess what? If you get a VPN, <laughs> you can get Netflix for free quid. <laughs> Trev, you know what I'm going to do? I thought uh, you were going uh, to say I, that I had no pals. You were looking about. You've got no friends now. Yeah, what are you saying? Trev, here, Trev I, I got it though. I got it. But this is what we're going to do. We're going to change your name to Trev VPN. So in other words, T R E V P N. There you go. No, I thought you were going to take the piss for VPN. Uh, really yeah. tight or something like Trev's deals or Trev. No, but, but think about it. It, it. it makes sense. T R E V and then put P N at the end of your name. Trev VPN. You could be. You could be famous, dude. Um, See, look, I've already got a sale from Matt. <laughs> See, there you go. Matt says sold. Um, Scooby also says um, my view is that Steam are worried. Um, oh, cheers for that raid, Shift Shifty. Um, just you. made my chat jump right up, and I lost exactly what I was saying. But cheers for the raid, uh, dude. Hope you're all right, man. Welcome, Scooby. Saying that Steam Steam is worried. Yeah, and that's why. Saying, they... Yeah, Steam are worried, and otherwise they wouldn't be creating a handheld platform. Do you know how much money it's true? Thirty percent from every transaction, game, anything that goes through, and that purchases they make thirty percent from every single one. Plus the sale of their head, their VR headsets, plus the sale of their games. May they're not worried. Otherwise, they'd be bringing yeah. out a subscription model of their own right now. To, to be they're, honest with you, they're pretty smart because they're sitting there thinking ahead, going like, "All right, so if we're going to lose on this end, what can we do?" To nah. stem that and make us some money. Oh, come out with Steam Deck. There you go. Now, you've got to feel... Uh, uh, this is a gut feeling. This is no facts. So, Magic, close your eyes now and close your ears. There's no facts involved <laughs> here. Yeah, this is just my gut feeling. And I, I, I assume that everybody else feels the same way. If you went back 10 years when Steam sales were on and everyone was like, man, I'm going to put a tenner on my Steam sale and yep. then I'm going to buy 10 games for a pound and I'm going to play them till the next Steam sale... And that at that time, oh, that was current. Yeah. That was uh, up to date, and that was that day yeah. and age. My gut feeling is right now that Steam doesn't get looked at hardly ever compared it used to. I don't. I don't buy many I don't, games. I, don't, off I never there. look at their sale anymore. I don't buy I any bothered. games off of Steam anymore. That, I mainly play Xbox. But hold on, my gut feeling is that Steam is outdated this day, apart from the workshop. Gray makes a very good point uh, that we, we should touch on briefly. Otherwise, we could generally could do a whole pod in this one about how Steam was and how Steam are now. I think I speak for all three of us and more of us that for the longest time, at the very, very start of Extreme PC UK, when the three of us were involved in it at some point, right? 
we would look at the Steam sales. We'd talk to each other on Discord. Look, look at the sales, uh, Gray. Look yeah. at the sales. I see this game. You wanted that game. It's on sale. It's good. Let's buy it's it on Wishlist. It's 50p. Yeah, now, now yeah. you're like, now you don't even pay attention. Look at it because when they come out with a sale... It's not worth it. TD right. Keys and Game of All are already like, hold my beer. This is our normal price. Like, yeah, what's exactly. the point? Not exactly. and they don't have to be. They don't have to be. Plus, you look at the games, you see the half of the games that are on sale are already on Game Pass. So. Yeah, but that's I what I'm saying. Well, I don't do so that. if Steam was to look at its strengths and weaknesses, its strength for me is indie, because that's indie, what it's sure. full of, which is what I like about it. Sure. And its second Steam major workshop. strength, which nowhere else has got, is the workshop. Um, yep. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, you know, and there are, like like Matt will know, Irish Guardian in the chat will know, that don't if you play Armour Free, you can get your own launcher. It does all the, all the mods and that for you. And other games will have their own launchers that do that as well. But the the point for me is that's a major selling point for Steam if they was to like try and do a push. And I think at some point they will. I think at some point someone's going to wake up and go, hold on a minute, we're, we're dropping off here. They'll have to, mate, won't they? Because they're they're slipping too far behind the times with what everyone else is doing. And yeah, they'll jazz up their website, they jazzed up their client, they jazz up their pages, interactive things during sales because they know they're not getting the same sales and uh, that they used to. But they'll have to, or they're, they're too far behind. Yeah, Scooby says uh, Microsoft are not changing, uh, are not charging publishers. So if you are a publisher using Microsoft Game Store, you are getting full royalties on Steam. You're losing thirty percent. That's a big deal. That's a that's a very big deal, actually. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly, man. So, and they're the only guys I think, or one of the few many guys that keep their uh, games at the charge at thirty percent, whereas like Epic went down famously to what twelve, fifteen percent. Other guys are cheaper, so they're doing you, fine. If, uh, this is interesting. You mentioned Epic. If you combine the fact that you have Game Pass, and then you combine the fact that Epic has free games every week. You, why are you bother going to Steam? Hey, I, hey, I have I have 35 games. games that I've gotten from Epic. Every one of them free. And their sales grade. Don't forget their sales, mate. $10 or £10. Yeah, $10, yeah. And, then, and to activate that, all you need to do is claim one of their free games. You've got 10 bucks, 10 quid. Boom. And you once you buy the game, they give you the $10 again. Yeah, they yeah, give it to you exactly. again. And if you buy it, they oh. give it to you again. I mean, how can you beat that? Gray's getting very excited yeah. here. You know, yeah. Well, the thing that I wonder about, though, if you if you're sitting in the Steam, uh, you know, boardroom or something, you know, all this is going on. You're not stupid, so you see all this stuff going on, and yet you do nothing, or at least you appear to do nothing. So either either they're going to make some massive announcement about some wild ass thing that we're going to find out about, or they're just going to decide that they're going to stick with Indies Workshop and and the, and making Half Life games or whatever, and be perfectly happy. Yeah, you know, well, but yeah. I, it would, but because I don't see what massive announcement they could actually make. What could they make? You know, it, it's they're waiting too long. That massive announcement is is would be not massive at all. Subscription model, maybe, but they don't they don't own ninety five percent of the games, plus, right? So. Right. What are they going to do? Subscribe to a special plan and go like, well, you can get all the indie games for free. I mean, that would be the only thing that might be cool. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Pay $5 a month to Steam and get all your indie games for free or some something like that. Yeah, do you know what? Totally off subject, but do you know what just popped into my head? Because Scooby like just put in, the real question is, when are Amazon Gaming going to buy Microsoft with a pokey tongue out? Which is quite funny, <laughs> because that just triggered my brain to think of New World. What? And over yeah. the last 10 years, or whatever it's been, five years, just the whole hype. Remember, I remember me and you, Gray, playing New World. Mm -hmm. 
on the preview yeah. where we got in and we had two days of a weekend to play it. And we was playing it. And it was like, this is yeah, going to be the next game MMO. It's going to be amazing. And then we waited like another eight months or ten months to keep getting pushed back. Then we then bought we it. it. <laughs> even me, like the mug, I didn't want to buy it, but everyone was buying it. So I was like, I better jump in because Damn. everyone's buying it. Yep, we yeah. all bought yeah. it for like 45 to... quid. Where is yeah, that game now? Yeah, but you know what? To be fair, it... it can so, can one of you a... look up their player base now? What, we were what playing a bunch of other games at the time too, so we kept on getting sidetracked as well. So it's not just, just that, but yeah. I mean, they did okay with it, though, overall. I don't know how massive it is now. Yeah, I'd like to see their player base now because I've not heard of that game. I remember our Discord had quite a lot of people playing it, and literally they played it and played it and played it, and they started seeing problems with the end game. Like, once you hit level 50, which is the, the time when you start doing massive wars and that, and there was massive flaws with it, and everyone just dropped off. Well, the other complaint was that that you were able to reach level 50 a lot quicker than you thought and then once they got to the end yeah. game there wasn't much and so they left they <laughs> had fun they had fun uh, but it was only for I a limited time i just listened to someone write a message and then i left <laughs> they, they are working <laughs> content guys i believe as we speak but it's not came quick enough it's the same thing with halo infinite sorry ross they're just not working on content quick enough i barely yeah. played new world guys i will get back round to it to give that a shot because i paid 35 quid for it and i want some value from it but died man it's as a side note, I don't, I don't know if Amazon's going to be doing too much of games anymore lately because they just they spent a billion dollars on, yeah. on Lord of the Rings. So uh, don't, don't say that hands will come on and go nuts. I know, I know, I know, I know. Keep that for well, your we podcast. <laughs> I, I started Hans going on that because it, it, uh, oh, the entertainment no. chat portion of our Discord, and you should join the Discord and look at entertainment chat, by the way. And so I, start, I, start, I started burning. Well, at least he didn't say burning. his own podcast again. Well, it was great because a guy came on and he was going like, well, I, I can't, something like, I can't wait to Lord of the Rings. And I'm going like, oh boy, I got to wind hands up. So I start winding him up and the whole discussion starts going. Oh my God. And it's just like, I've never seen so much negative press on something that hasn't even come out yet. <laughs> I mean, it's um, like crazy. Uh, Magic's got some stats for us. Uh, New World, last yeah. 30 days, 13,287 players. That's, uh, that's not like it was, but that's, Bigger than I thought, maybe. Oh, it would have been. October was four hundred and ten thousand, so that that really says all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can I talk to you something really quickly? Ross, uh, Ross just put a comment. I will fight you on that. I assume he's talking about my little slide dig to Halo Infinite's lack of content. <laughs> Wait, come on, right? Look at it quickly and realistically. Most games that have season passes or live service games that are now called will have seasons that last three months at the very most. Uh, mm. Halo lasted six months. They're only on season two. They barely came out with the game at the start. There was one mode. Uh, all the famous modes, Forge mode, multiplayer, co-op, was like not to be found. There was many delays. And it looks good now, but it, it took them a lot to get with the arm, man. The yeah. content lacking. That's why I went, nah, done. Anyway, moving on. Moving on, moving on. <laughs> right, so um, the next thing we're going to talk about today is a game that I've been playing. And I've only played a couple of hours, um, and I just wanted to briefly talk about what I've seen from it so far. Because this is a game that I was desperate to play when it first came out, um, and it's Outer Worlds. And the reason why I wanted to play this, because it's a bit like Fallout, but in space. It's a little bit like how I'd expect, um, what's it called? Star, 
Starfield. Valley. Starfield to be like, even though I can't remember the name of it. Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Stardew <laughs> Star Star Valley is amazing. You shouldn't knock that. And if you want to go down this graphics thing again, we'll start right no, now. No, 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 and I'm no, telling no, you, no. people will rise from the ashes to defend Stardew Valley to you too. I, I, I tried Stardew Valley. I tried it the other day and or last week and uh, the 16-bit hurt my eyes or the 8-bit, sorry. I but just how long did you play it for? 10 minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes. Yeah, nah, you've got to get stuck into building that farm, man. You've got to get your crops in the ground. That's you've got to start cutting hit, them up. Like, I, I would hit something for a, like a minute chopping trees. I was out. I was out of breath. I was unfit already. I'm like, all I can do is go to bed or eat, and I've got no food. Yeah, because that's the way the game's played. You you optimize what you're doing for that day, and then you go to bed. Nick, the guy needs to go to the gym, man, and work out. Seriously, no, it was like a real. It was like a real version of he, you. He looked like an athlete. Anyway, sorry, I, I didn't bear. carry on. Um, yeah, so I started <laughs> playing Out of Worlds. Um, Out of Worlds, and it's actually pretty good. Now, when this game came out, I actually did download it and try to play it straight away, um, and that was back when I had my twenty eighty Ti. I've now got a thirty eighty Ti, um, and nice. what happened was with the ultra wide monitor, a hundred hertz. Uh, I had these really bad graphics problems where it was almost like, do you remember years ago you would get the 3D glasses with your parents? You watch TV and be like, put the 3D glasses on. They'd be them cardboard ones with the red and blue. Just about. I don't think I've ever seen a pair of them since, by the way. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was basically, I was getting a graphical problem where the screen was like that all the time. And so I literally, I played it for about 15, 20 minutes. I didn't know if it was going to resolve itself. Um, and so I stopped playing. Anyway, I've got this card now. Obviously, it's on Xbox Game Pass. So I was looking through, and I've been sort of looking for a strategy game more to play recently. Like, So we're doing a lot of Elite, and on the side of Elite, I wanted to play a little graphic, like a little puzzle game and sort of indie games. But anyway, I Wait, saw you this. Did you another thought, game from Elite? Sorry, did you play another game outside Elite? What? Yeah, exactly. I, play, I thought I'd play a game this outside time. of Elite. It's funny because if, if I went back a year ago, you'd be going, Nicky, you ever going to get into a game? Drop the mic. I play I play two elite games, regularly dangerous and sniper what? elite. See, he only goes for know. the elites. Like I get that in there. Makes him feel makes him feel better. Have um, you shot off his bollock yet? <laughs> what was that? No, not yet. I just bought oh, the. Uh, the <laughs> I bought the DLC so I can do that now. Oh, you have to DLC that the song's sneaky. not the same when it's Hitler's bollocks still attached. That is sneaky DLC to shoot his bollocks. <laughs> right. Like, um, we keep digressing. Outer Worlds by the yeah, makers so, of the original Fallout, by the way. Yeah, so it's just like Fallout, really, um, but in space. And I actually really like it. Uh, now I've got a much more powerful graphics card. Um, I've only played for the first couple of hours, but I really, really do get exactly the same vibe as Fallout. And the thing that's really I like about it the most is, is obviously I've played Fallout New Vegas, I've played Fallout 3, Fallout 4, um, whatever Fallouts are out there, I've played them. And they all, one thing in the Fallout series that I didn't really like, well, it's not that I didn't like it, but something that bothered me was, there wasn't many guns. There was a lot of guns, but they weren't, you always came across the same sort of guns. And when I was actually playing Fallout 3, or, yeah, it wasn't 76, no, Fallout 4 it was, not 76, there was actually a gun mod and it put all the real life guns into the game so you could get like real sniper rifles and real like machine guns and stuff and there was like a a big mod for like hundreds of weapon accessories and stuff and that really just made that game really really good for me um but in this game like obviously all the weapons are more spacey sort of weapons and i'm enjoying 
like doing the upgrades and stuff like that. And I haven't played a lot into this game yet, and I'm going to continue. But I do really feel like when they brought out Fallout 76, and this is the point I wanted to make. When they brought out Fallout 76, they put the multiplayer in it. The game sort of died a little bit for me. Like, I, I, I can see, now I've played a Fallout multiplayer game, I can clearly see that Fallout should always be a single player. It's a game you play on your own in the dark with no one around you. It's a game you get immersed in and you want to walk around in buildings. You know, I don't want to be looking in a building and then the next guy's going, come on, Nick, look, we've got to go over there and do this. I'm like, I'm looking at all this stuff. You know, I'm looking to pick up the bottle caps off the floor. And, you know, I pick up everything and I sell everything. And I realise that that game, for me, is a single player experience where I don't want none of you lot around me when I'm playing it. I just want to close the doors. Takes oh, me wow. back to when I was young yeah. playing my Nintendo we'll in my front room with a pizza on the carpet. The yourself, Sorry? We'll just leave you to the pod yourself then. He doesn't want any <laughs> friends, Greg. Just play on him. No, but you get what I mean. Have you got that game that, that makes you want to switch yeah, yeah, down yeah. and lock yeah. off and just have no one there? Yeah. yeah Go on, what is it yeah, for you? Yeah. It's like playing God of War when I played it recently. I'm not, I'm not playing it with anybody. I'm just me, and that's why I like it. It's it's not a co-op game anyway, but the point is I want to be my in my own world playing it. Yeah. Go on, yeah, Trevor, what about you? Game, uh, I can't really say. It's, it's games on a format that we're not really allowed to talk about. So Go on, you can shouldn't. say it, but it's one thing. I just game, uh, games in, in uh moment in general are Returnal, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, things like that. Some of them are available on PC. And I will talk about another one that's probably coming to PC soon on my next news news article. But I do know what you mean, man. I, 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 when I played a God of War Rag, Ragnarok 2018, it was in a PlayStation. I know it's on PC now. I was transfixed. Same with Days Gone, also available on PC. Yeah, Days Gone is very story-driven. So you need to be... You but, need but, to... You, it's like watching a film. It's like watching a film and then someone's chatting next to you and you're like, just shut up, I'm trying to watch a film, man. True, but you can often skip those cutscenes, and if they're done really well, and they're the minority, they're still playing a gameplay, mate. They're phenomenal. They just right inside. You've got to treat this like a Hollywood project, and now a game that's two hundred million. That's why they cost like so much. a film I, that you can play. That's a shit way of describing it, man. That is uh, <laughs> in, the terms of, in terms of the scope, mate. In I terms you of gonna the go, scope, that's a good way of describing it. And then you s bomb. In terms of the scope, why do you think you have game directors? You have all, you have many similar positions from in a movie that you do uh, in a game, or vice versa, should I say? Just because it's such a massive deal. Um, but your outer worlds thing. Well, you mentioned it. I actually have that. I thought you meant the outer wilds when you first mentioned that to me, because that's another game. Outer uh, wilds. Yes. Yeah, yes, that's what I'm talking about. The old... No, I'm just joking. I just no. caught you out there. Uh, so your eyes roll back and your little brain twigged on. It's like, Ugh. I'm laughing, listening. <laughs> uh, no, the, 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 the Outer Worlds, I do have it and I started it. But because it is very much like Fallout, it's one of these games that I need to... Remember we were talking but about pause. last week? I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, it's so big that you couldn't be bothered to get into it. And you thought, can I really be bothered to do this? You know me too well. <laughs> I'll just go now. I said, I've finished. I'm, I'm done now. <laughs> no, it's, it's true. It's massive. It's massive. But that could that could be your next big big game, Nick. I think if you give a little, a little break and let it. Breathe well, I think and... my son might be lying to me then because Jesse played this and I said I'm playing Outer Worlds. He said, Yeah, that's the one I told you about. I was playing. I completed it in two hours. That's two hours. Out, it must be out no way. Out. No way. He, not, he, I said he's to skipping him, all the side I said to him, you lying little bastard, you've been looking at YouTube and watching it on the fast pace, ain't you? Because that's what he does. He watches games 
he watches YouTube as they go through the stages in the game, like the story. And then he watches all the sequences and stuff like that. And then he goes, oh, yeah, I've completed that. So he must have done it with that. Kids nowadays, mate, that's what they do. They don't play games. They just watch other people play them. He's, he's, like, the, he's like the geezer from the in-betweeners that always goes, yeah, I completed that. Yeah, yeah, FIFA 25, completed it, mate. It's not even out yet. Yeah, I completed it, mate. <laughs> it's not even <laughs> out yet. <laughs> but yeah, Outer Worlds. Um, yeah, it, does, it just, just makes me feel like Fallout. The way the talking is with the text underneath, the way you select your, like at the beginning, you select what you look like and you select all of your skills, the skill tree, uh, the way you can buy and sell goods and you can uh, machine things. It is exactly like Fallout, but in a totally different world. And the thing is, I'm still on the first planet, so I haven't even learned yet how how you go about. Can is it? Does it become open world to the point where you can go and fly to different places and do what you want, or does it just give you like a more open world ish, but it's still on a straight line? I don't know yet, so I'm gonna play it and I'll let you know what happens. Great, oh. you messed you messed up the the notes. You tried you stole one of my pieces of information, and you oh. gave me the same news article twice. Thanks, mate. Cheers for that. I didn't, um, I, no, that, that was probably Nick. To be fair, I should. It wasn't me. By default, I'm fixing it. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, let's That's move okay. on to the next I'm, thing. I'm up next anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. So the next thing is a piece of news as well. Um, uh, and Gray's going to come out with that. Well, for people that have been wondering about uh, uh, card games out of Witcher, well, Witcher 3, I always have to mention something. And we all know that in the game, there was a, uh, a card game called Gwent. A and because game. everybody liked it, was a card game within the game of Witcher 3 called Gwent. I played it. But because it was so popular, everybody wanted it, it to be a standalone game and so forth. Um, and so they did come out with a game that uh, uh, at the time, but they, they decided that they were going to come out with a single player Gwent game and they called it they're calling it Gwent Rogue Mage, and it comes out tomorrow. Did you say single game. player? It's a yeah, it's a single player Gwent game. Because yeah, because Gwent was actually a card game where you play. It's competitive, isn't it? It's a card game where you collect your card yeah. decks, a bit like Magic and stuff like that. Right, and this is this is a single this is a single player Gwent game, and they've been working on it for a while. So it's called Gwent Rogue Mage. It's it comes out tomorrow. Um, and it basically was, it was for players that wanted more of a PV experience from Gwent itself. And they decided they would go for that and do it. And apparently you start off with a dozen cards in your deck. You gain more as you play. You're going to be exploring campaign maps to build up your deck. Uh, and as you build more powerful deck, you face off against bosses and, and obviously the final boss. Um, they're going to be so maps. So it's all about are... getting the biggest deck. You got yeah, in a way. Yeah, that's it. Has to be very big and rather, you know, wider. Anyway, that's so the New Zealand. The... New Zealand. What if you uh, start the game how... and you've already got the biggest deck? However, they did say that the maps are randomly generated, offering battles and treasures. So it's not it's not something that's always the same. In other words, um, there's some Witcher specific things to find places of power. Is it a Witcher deck? That... And you have to have a Witcher deck to be able to play. Otherwise. What does a witcher deck look like? Is there chalk? Is there chalk? I don't know, but I hear when he takes one of those potions, something's oh, happening. Uh, I reckon yeah. you've got some of them potions, Gray. I don't know. <laughs> For people that are into the story of Witcher, it's going to have a prequel story in it uh, that talks about the Witcher and uh, a mage called Azir who goes on a quest to create the first Witcher. So if you want to get into the story of finding about how the first Witcher came about, it's going to be involved in the game. I can't even listen so, to it anymore. So there I you just, go. Just all I can hear in my head is is the mage that's on a quest 
to use potions to grow the biggest deck. <laughs> yes. That's you can do can it. Hear. This game's over for me. Trev's, Trev's, Trev's run away. He's <laughs> Trev's already off. We're looking for the game. Either that or he's, he's, either that or he's looking for his, his large right, that's deck. That's enough but about anyway. decks. Yeah, it's enough we've about all, decks. We've all spoke about <laughs> the decks. Right, let's move on. Um, and we Trev, can't move back. on because Trev ran away and it's his bit of uh, information next. Um, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. It's a question next. Oh, it's the question next. That's all right. Yes. That's all right. Um, I'm assuming uh, that, that Trev's... No, he hasn't got his headphones on because he's on a laptop. And just so... I'm just going to call him out a little bit here. Um, so Trev's microphone and camera is actually a MacBook Pro. He's gone to the other uh, side. No more PC Master Race for him. Nah. <laughs> and he's like, it's extremely good. It's got a studio quality mic and it's got a, a 1080p camera. Well, to be fair... The mic does sound awfully good for a laptop. I'm, I'm yeah, shocked. It doesn't sound much for him, though, does it? Because his, his mic sounds better than his pro mic. So, But right, anyway, we're going to do the same as normal. Um, what we're going to do is I'll read out the question, because uh, this one is a question. And obviously, what does everybody think of how we're uh, mixing it up? Do people like the way it's mixed up, or do they prefer it when it's in format? Let us know in the chat. Uh, Trev's back, so I'll read the question out, and we'll go from there. And this question's from Dead Pet. And he says, I recently bought Dragon's Dogma, a game I've been looking forward to playing since it first released on the Xbox 360. It's a uh, fantasy setting uh, with supposedly great combat. It's by Capcom, so it should have been right up my street. It's not. I don't know what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, or more frustratingly, how to do it after continually getting my backside handed to me. Sounds like Dark Souls or that other one I played that you made me play. Um, literally, <laughs> everything seems to completely knock the chuff out of me. Uh, without taking a scratch i've watched i've watched guides read various hints and tips online and even tried it on easy mode but after 11 hours uh, i've had to concede that i'm not having fun and it's just not for me my question is this how long do you give a game before you jack it in and uninstall it without thinking that you maybe give it another chance uh thanks for reading sorry it's such a long question no worries dead pet no worries um who wants to go first you go first uh... I'll go first if you want. We're all pointing to you. Go ahead. So for me, because the question's actually about how long before you give it up. And this is a prime example for me. Look at the other day. You made me play um, Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Oh, Elden Ring. Every, every time I hear someone say Elden Ring, that all I hear is off my stream. Someone played. that You don't play sound. with the ring for too long, no, Nick. You gave up. You're not a ring player. No, nah, nah, I like to play with my deck more. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, if, anyone's, if anyone's confused by that, Google New Zealand deck as in D E C K uh, trailer, and you'll be in floods of tears, man. It's hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. And here I've got my calc, <laughs> <laughs> my chalk. Do you deal? Do do you let your neighbour sit in your deck? Like, yeah, no problem, <laughs> all the anyway. time. <laughs> um, anyway, back to the question. Back to the question. Um, so basically. Um, for me, this happened in Elden Ring. So everybody wanted me to play it because they wanted to watch me um, get killed, basically, over and over again. They wanted no, me we to wanted rage to be, We quick. wanted to watch you rage quick, exactly. That's what we you wanted. Grey had his own <laughs> invisible counter of a scoreboard of 1 to 10 of how angry I was getting. And anyway, what I'd done is I promised I'd play it for a whole stream, which is about five or six hours. So I played it for a whole stream. Um, well, I think I got three quarters of the way through the stream. Now, for me, like, I actually, with Elden Ring, I actually did like the game style, I loved it that there was no no missions and you just you just went along aimlessly aimlessly and you built up XP and stuff like that. Um, but I would say on a game sometimes I can tell straight away it's just not my kind of thing. 
pretty much how you lot are when you come to Stardew Valley. You look at it and you go, I don't care what's involved in this game. I'm not playing it because the graphics are poo. I'm that's not playing it because the graphics are poo. Oh, what's happened that's here? Wow, that sounded that good. <laughs> Hello? That was, that was Trav, he said. Oh, is that you? What'd you do? He, yeah, he wasn't doing it on me. purpose. It was him, <laughs> would it? I was like about to start pressing buttons because I was like... <sighs> Why has it just started was, playing for you? Again, it's you and your thinking, MacBook, isn't it? It's that bloody MacBook. I, I don't even know what happened there. You turned the speakers on, so the, the podcast came out of the speakers. And well, then... I know what happened, but I don't know why it happened. Oh, yeah. You see, his Mac he, broke. He, he, he wanted to give, us, he wanted <laughs> to give <laughs> a little space to the podcast. Like his MacBook's broken. Uh, but anyway. Start. Do I not sound amazing? Do I not look amazing? Yes, you sound a bit echoey, to be true. fair. Ock away. You're just you're nitpicking that man. <laughs> nitpicking. You can listen to it back. But anyway, so for me, like on Elden Ring, I I like to give a game a chance, and I like to see if it's got the. If I feel like I don't like it from the start, I have to play it a little bit longer, and then I give it a chance. But some games I just have to just switch off straight away. They're just not my cup of tea. Like I remember Gray saying to me, "Oh, I've got a top-down strategy, uh, like turn-based game." And then when I got into the game, what was it called? The Wild West one. Was a top down. Oh, uh, you talk, oh Des, uh, Des, Desperados. Desperados. And so the game looked amazing when I first saw it. And I thought, I'm really going to like this game. So I downloaded it and started playing it. And what it actually was, it wasn't turn based at all. It was like real time running and gunning. Um, and you didn't get to pause the game at all. And so straight away, I was like, the game is actually quite fun, but it's not for me. And then I left. But for me, normally, it's. If I don't like it, it's probably under 10 minutes. I'm just like, look, I'm done. This ain't me. Uh, I can generally tell. And the thing is, I can generally tell what type of games. If it's a strategy game like RimWorld or, say, um, like Transport Tycoon, XCOM, then I will give it a chance, you know, uh, because I know I love that style of game and I want to see all the styles of game like that. But when it's outside of my realm of strategy or simulation or, like, survival, open world, then generally, uh, I'm out straight away. I can't be bothered. What about you two? Well, for me, I try to. I seriously try to. I read a little bit about the game, see what it's about. If it's if it sounds like it's something I might like, then I might give it a chance. But to be honest, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll look to YouTube, and there's one or two reviewers that I happen to like, and they will come out and 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 they play the game, or maybe they they got an advanced copy. And they played the game a little bit. And then I'll see a little bit of what the game is about and listen to them and see a couple of their viewpoints and stuff. If I still like it at that point, I'll pick it up. But if but if I see something that they're doing that just turns me right off, I may not even buy the game. All right, so, so what about when you played Terraria? I, I forced you to play Terraria with me. And the idea was I get you into the game and I get you stuck into how big that game is. And you didn't right. even scratch the surface. You know, you I, I, I tried. I just, but the, see, the problem is with games like that, the 8 bit and 16 bit graphics bores holes right through my brain and comes out the back, and I just can't do it, man. Nick, tell him, tell him what you done. Tell him what you done to piss you off playing that game while you were losing the will to live. Tell the people. <laughs> yeah, so what happened was I was trying to show him, and if anyone's played Terraria here, yeah, the <laughs> graphics are low end graphics, but the game is massive. There's, there's, there's like 50 to 100 bosses. It's massively low end. <laughs> and like the game world is massive. And there's so, so much to do. The weapons run. They go on forever. And the game genuinely keeps you playing for hundreds and hundreds of hours. Now, I said to Gray, 
look, jump in the game and I'll take you through some of the bits. You'll see how big the world is going all the way down to the bottom to hell. It's like, and all stuff like that. And so he said, all right, I'll jump into the game. We'll play the game together. So he gets on. We've been streaming for like three to four hours now. And what you do is, as soon as you jump in the game, you put a little wooden roof up, a little wooden house, so that the, but the monsters at night, because the monsters come out at night, you hide in there, and then you dig down. Oh, my yeah. God. I had Gray for three and a half hours <laughs> trying to get him to cut a tree down. To cut a tree down. It was complicated, man. I couldn't... I it couldn't was one the... button, and all it is is it... you move your mouse around your body. It was an 8-bit axe, and I couldn't tell where the blade was. I mean, you know... Cause you couldn't just... tell where your mouse was. <laughs> it's just too, you know, unrealistic. I need the real one. It's those rollerball mice that you have, mate. It's just it's See, difficult to chop the trees See, what I want them to... Right. I, I, what I want them to do is take Terraria and use Unreal Engine 5, and when they make it really good and realistic, I'll play again. Oh, man, it was killer. It was painful. I remember being on stream, <laughs> and my stream, I was thinking, oh, man, no one's ever going to come and watch me again. But I got loads of people <laughs> viewing, because they were like... When are we going to have that guy back on? It was hilarious watching him. He had no idea was. what was, he was even doing. It was fun. It was, I thought it was a lot pretty funny. That would be the only way you could ever get me back into a game like that would be if we do a stream and I just sit there and I just goof up all the time because that's the only time it's fun. Well, I think that's every time we do a stream. Well, that's true. Do you know what? My, my Twitch stream right now, anyone that comes into it, and we're getting between 20 and 50 people every day, anyone that comes into it is there, not for the game, but because they want to see me mess it up. They count how many times I run out of fuel. They count how many times I crash. <laughs> They've got clips all over Discord for it. Uh, the other day, I, Trev, you weren't here. I played the game for four hours streaming, and all I had to do in that four hours, I had to take a passenger on an adventure, yeah? So I had to okay, fly them. Had, yeah, so on an adventure, they wanted to go and see, like, the jewel rings or the ice geezers or whatever. And so oh, I had to stop at like very five different text. places. That's another story. Yeah, like five different places in in the galaxy. And it took me four hours to fly all the way around, land there, fly there, land there, let them take their views and see the stuff, take them back. And I'd have got millions and I would have unlocked all of my exploration stuff. So I had, you get like data. Every time you fly to a new system, you pick up data. So I had like something like 15 millions worth of data on me or 40 million of data. Anyway, what happens? I, I come to land back on the planet. The screen goes dark, and I'm like to everybody on stream, why is my crosshair moving like that? I don't know what it's doing. The screen's really dark, yeah? All of a sudden, just blows up. And I'm like, I've just blown up. Everybody on stream's just laughing. Oh, low, low, low. <laughs> clip, clip, clip. And I was like, oh, my God. And that is why everybody comes to stream, because they just want moments like that, because they think it's like comedy gold. Why did it blow up? Because I crashed into the floor. He crashed into the planet. He wasn't looking. And he <laughs> lost all the data and all the people. So I lost four, four hours work. So I literally, literally, everybody was on stream watching the whole thing, going, oh, it's so good you've done this. Oh, you can do that. Oh, you've gone here. You've gone there. Oh, it's amazing. Blah, blah, blah. Bang. And he did. Yeah. And then they just all laughed. We had a, what was it? One, one time we played, uh, we were doing a ground mission or whatever, Nick and I, and neither one of us knew much about ground missions at the time. And we had people on the stream that were rolling in stitches because we were just doing everything wrong. I, we were getting shot at, couldn't open this, couldn't open that. I mean, it was, it was hilarious. But people just come on my stream, hilarious. they're like, you're doing this wrong. And I'm like, I know, I'll just carry on. Backseat gaming, man. Oh. <laughs> well, you don't like the backseat gaming. <laughs> 
Yeah, because especially if it's a game like Elite for you or Russ for me, where I kind of know the game inside and out, and you're like, you should do this, you should do that. You should shut up, mate, as well. You should do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same in well, Elite. Because what, what happens in Elite is is you pay for your ship. It's like $80 million or whatever, which is a lot. It takes a little while to get. But then it takes thousands of hours to engineer each little detail. It takes a very long time. But there's That's there's there's hundreds of thousands of different variations you can have. So I'll be playing yeah. and someone will come in and go, oh, your ship's done all wrong. And I'll be like, why is it wrong? And they'll be like, you've done this wrong, that wrong. You should do this there, that do there. And I just carry on playing. And then, they did, and then they start saying, well, why are you not changing it? You've done it wrong. I'm like, don't want to. Just carry on playing. And I, it just goes on for ages, doesn't it? And sometimes yeah, I get, yeah. sometimes I'm in a bad mood. I'm just like, look, don't tell me how to ply my bloody ship. Go and play your own game. <laughs> But right, we need to move on to the next thing. Dead Pet, I yep. hope that answered uh, your question. Um, and then probably me. Oh, well, I've just forgot about it. Oh, that's that. right. There you go, Trev. Go ahead. You've been rumbling so much that I just forgot. Talk all about the big... Uh, never mind. <laughs> I but I but uh, we'll talk about the decks. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no I didn't say that, did I? <laughs> uh, no, it's, uh, it, it, is, it is much quicker for me, um, to be fair. Um, I am a bit like Grey. I tend to not get out of position too often because I do my research really, really well. Uh, I tend to not buy games full price quite a lot. The only the odd one I'll buy at full price, so I know I'm probably not going to dislike that, and I'll love it, and that does happen all the time. Um, but when it does happen all the time, I'm trying to think. A game I may have sacked off, although not permanently, it's probably New World, although I, I paid £35 for that, which is not a lot in this modern day and age, but I just started it a little bit, and I'm like... This ain't fun. And I'm sorry, boys, you're going to hate me. Elite was another one. I was just like, my problem, though, I think I know what the issue is. I tried to start that game with keyboard and mouse. And you're all like, hold my beer, let's use a controller. But I'm a keyboard and mouse guy, as you know, short of fighting and racing games. I never thought to use a controller. So I'm like, I'm tapping the W key slightly, and I'm almost doing a bloody backflip in the ship. And I'm like, I only tapped it. So I'm scared to move anything. So... I learned the errors my way. So it doesn't happen to me too often. I'll be honest with you. I sack a game and it will never happen at a full price game because I'm far too tight for yeah. that to happen. Yeah. There's, there's very few games you're going to pay that kind of price. Like if, if Doom comes out, I'll pay the 60 because I already Agreed. know the game is excellent. Yeah. You know, yep. and, and maybe one or two other franchises and that's it. But now all of a sudden they're popping up on Game Pass now. So I don't have to worry anymore. I love it. Um, just quickly, uh, Ross just texted in the, in the chat saying he's now home from his whole long day experience. Um, I've texted him and asked him if he wants to jump in and talk about what he's been doing today. So we'll hold off and see if he wants to do that or not. Um, uh, one Fair thing enough. I do want to talk about quickly, Scooby just put in, so we'll read his question out, his, his, his uh, message, because it's, quite, it's probably, I haven't read it yet, but it's probably quite interesting. And he says, I've been playing the original Elite on a BBC computer. It's so slow. And my brother wow. keeps shouting, uh, get him, he's above you, he's to your left, he's moved to your right. Uh, I wouldn't mind, but this game runs about five frames per second, and I'm literally shooting a few pixels. <laughs> so why do that? Why do that? Why? No, I know why he's doing it. Scooby is going back to the roots, basically. Nostalgic game. Um, he's seen that we're all into Elite Dangerous, and he's been streaming. And if anyone hasn't seen that Scooby's been streaming now, um, Scooby, just let us know your link. Because I think it's just Scooby69UK on Twitch. Um, check that out uh, but nice. yeah he's been doing like the original elite and I came on there and I was like wow this is basic and then I realized it's not even the elite that I played when I was younger 
I didn't realize there was three versions of Elite that came out in different years. I played the color one on the Amiga 1200, where he's playing the original on the BBC. His version, man, makes your Tamagotchi look like it's got the best graphics in the world. <laughs> it's, it's literally... Fair. He's not joking when he says five frames a second, you know? Why don't you stick to games in the BBC that are, are made for it? Like, it's a great... I love BBCs. I use them at school. But stick to the games that could handle that and then get what, your piece of a PC game out for... Or your rig out for other games. Frogger. Like Terraria. Terraria. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right with Pong. It's about... It's almost... It's not much higher than Pong on those things. It's all wireframe <laughs> stuff. I can remember oh, playing oh, a bunch of those wireframe games years ago. It was just like, I mean, back then they were great. Like, wow, look at this, look at this game. And it's just little wireframe models working, running yeah. around. Um, Ross is going to come on and talk about his uh, day um, as well. So uh, we'll see what he's getting up to. Uh, Trev, if you want to talk about your next piece, um, and then we'll, if Ross is on by then, we'll talk about what he's doing then. Uh, I'm very excited about this in the next piece of news, and it is uh, PC-related because it's most likely, although not officially confirmed yet, will come out in PC because the first one did, and that is God of War Ragnarok. Uh, I'm very, very excited for this. I will pre-order it, I will pay full whack, and I will sell it again when I complete it on disc because I'm that kind of guy. Um, it was finally announced today because there were so many delays and cryptic clues online, People, it was delayed once. People thought it wouldn't make this year. We were all concerned because how many games have went into next year? So many. So we were really hoping this one would stay the course. And officially, they announced it today, November 9th. It's coming out. Uh, I cannot wait. It looks phenomenal. And for those that have played God of War Ragnarok 2018, because there is several. So God is this a new version of God of War? Yeah. It's I thought God of War only just came out. Yeah. So that was for PC. PC. It was delayed, so it never came out for PC for a while because PC uh, PlayStation games are a new thing now. But they'll start to come out more often and more quickly. So, so are you saying 18... the God of War that I saw Grey playing that he made a big deal about, that came out on console, everybody played it. Then it came out on PC. Yeah. But it came out on console almost three years ago. Oh, right. I never knew that. I thought yeah. it was a brand new game. 2018. And then it came out last year for PC. And now the follow-up, Ragnarok, is coming out th th this year, and it's just as big and bold as the last one. And it's on PC straight away. Huh? No, it's on... I wish. It's oh, not. It's, it's not coming. No, no, it's not. They, have it, they haven't announced a PC date. But the thing is, they, they won't because Sony are playing it smart. They want to have their cake and eat it, so they'll bring out all their games first on their own platform, which is fair enough. Yeah. Make a bit of money, and then you'll probably find... A year later, they'll bring it out on PC uh, or less. They want to get their money first, and it'll be a lot better in PC. But I can't wait a year, guys. I just I'll stream that. I'll stream that. The PlayStation. Nice, so watch nice, it. So nice. It looks phenomenal. Uh, Pre-order. Get getting amongst it, guys. Go cool, watch cool. the trailer. Right. Um. Welcome in, Ross. Ross has just arrived. Um. I'm going to give him uh, a quick brief of what's been going on. So, um. Basically, like I said earlier on, Ross wasn't on the podcast because he was traveling back from London. He lives quite far away. Um, but it's 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 wicked that you made it back in, Ross. Um, but yeah, what happened is so obviously, like I said before, I was working with uh, Guide Dogs for the Blind. Um, we did it at Insomnia. We had a big day where we raised nearly eight hundred pounds for them, um, and that was thanks as well to Scooby. He got involved. He he brought a lot of the people in himself. 
Um, so thanks, Scooby, for getting involved with that. Uh, basically, what happened is uh, we kept in touch and we said if there's any fundraisers or if there's anything or any if there's because they're actually getting into streaming. Basically, they're getting into getting gamers on board. Um, and obviously, Extreme PC UK, we do a lot of stuff. We know a lot of contacts and that. So I said, if you need any help, let me know. So I went around a few of my um, gaming areas. They was looking for somewhere where they could do a photo shoot, have all the game machines in the background. And they wanted all of us and the streamers, me, myself uh, included. Um, I couldn't do it because it was my kids' um, sports day. So I, was, I, I did say to Ross, I'll, I'll try and come down, but I might not make it. Um, so I didn't make it in the end, which I'm sorry, Ross. Uh, but no you went there. What happened? Tell us from the start to the finish how your day went. Um, how my day went? I woke up at five o'clock, had a stretch, had a pee, got dressed, got in the car, and headed out. Um, with my bag packed full of all the goodies I needed for the day. Had my phone, had my Switch, had my Oculus Quest 2, had all these fantastic things. You brought uh, your VR unit with you, what? Yeah, yeah. I actually got a couple of the guys from the uh, guide dogs to play it as well. <laughs> they loved it. Uh, they're talking about maybe getting into VR soon as well. So I, I said that's difficult. Also, with me bringing my VR, it opened up a new opportunity because they have a theme song that they've created. And I said to them, Beat Saver, I could probably get someone to map it out for you dead easily. Um, you could play the only it. Thing I was going to say, Ross, just quickly, is everything you're saying, are you right to say it? I believe so. Because <laughs> 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 obviously they haven't put out what they're doing yet. So be careful. <laughs> yeah, they haven't put me under any NDA, um, so I will I will try to step more carefully from now. Um, <laughs> the only thing they got me to fill out is a permission form that they could use my fit it, uh, my footage, but nothing in terms of, like I can't say anything. But I will be a bit more careful. Um, so yeah, I got a first class train down to London, which was fantastic. I got biscuits, got tea. Oh, that was down to me. Juice. He was sorting out the trains. I was like, let me look at your trains. <laughs> and I said to him, look, you can pay like a pound more and get a first class cabin. I was so happy with it. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it treated you really well in first class. For that extra pound, worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got off, got the, um, got a taxi there, looking at all the sites. Got there for about seven o'clock, so I was like, oh, I'm a bit early, about two hours early. So well, I wow. just, uh... <laughs> wow. Yeah, a little early, yeah. <laughs> So I decided to walk about. I'm walk, um, somehow got into. I think it's called Leicester Square or something like that. Yep. It's basically where Shakespeare created this area where you can go in as a, like a park. There's a big statue of him. There's a Mr. Bean statue. There's Clifford statue. There's Mary Poppins statue. There's all these yeah. different things. If you have been keeping um, in the Discord and you want to check that out, all the pictures will Extreme be ExtremePCUK.co.uk. Yeah, make sure you hit up that Discord and, and get the in there and see them pictures. Um, <laughs> so, so what happened that, at the photo shoot then? Photo shoot? Two lovely dogs, a golden retriever and a German Shepherd. Uh, both of them were having fun running about, having a good time. I got there. I was like, yo, how's it going? Um, we basically had like hmm. a board meeting. We talked about stuff we're going to be doing. They got me in to film, filmed me with the Extreme PC UK top oh, on. Oh, nice. And yeah, so the filming has their Stream PC UK top on. Did and they, they not say me... anything about that? They didn't uh, until I went to the, the still pictures and they're like, oh, would you be able to change into. Wait a minute. Let me just really quick. <laughs> Do you change into uh, this top right here? Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. And the guy then, dog's uh... top. 
Would you uh, wear this hat? <laughs> it's still got both hats on. Quick, quick change. For anyone listening, he had the guide dog's t-shirt and hat still under both of his. <laughs> so I That's took it. that off. I put both these on. It's kind of where's the bag at? They kind of hooked me up with some swag as well. And um, they gave me a dog nose, which I was really weirded out by. But a dog nose? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we I'm got not... them. When we were streaming, when we stream with them, they give you a doggy bag. And it comes with so many goodies, like real good goodies in there as well. Like a mug, teddy bear, dog nose, dog ears, t-shirt, cap, socks. Oh, no. There's loads of stuff. Pin badges. Like, oh. literally, that bag was full of stuff. It was really, really cool. Yeah, I've got socks. Like, socks. Yeah, that's great. So, yeah, got that goodie bag. Do they have little rubber pads on the bottom of them so you can act like a dog? Um, well, let me just check real quick. I actually have They just give me it. So I was just like, yeah, sock, sweet, thanks. Um, They do not. They do not oh, have well, that's okay. They that's are cool okay. socks, yeah. though. They're, they're good quality socks, Sam. I've got some. Yeah. Rainbow socks, quite good quality. So I saw good. some pictures with you with a couple of other dudes in uh, some photos. Is that people you met who were streamers as well? Or were they getting photos as well? So who I met was the market director for SideQuest, the gaming place, um, and I I think like the developer of the interactive experience. I'm not yeah. sure what he did. I didn't actually ask him his job, but his background. He was telling me about how he used to work for Blong Gaming and how he created the user experience for that. And I really enjoyed their user experience for that. But they had to go mess it up with how they treated the customers and all the other crap that went downhill really quick. Um, and that, and they were talking about possibly doing some stuff near my area, which is really good. Um, oh, your mic's like, clicking a little bit since you hit it. Oh, did it? Wait a minute. Boop. Is it still clicking? It seems alright now. I think it's okay. Ah, uh, yeah. Might might have just like loosened it, jiggered it out the way. Um, nah, so still clicking. I... <laughs> oh no! Press the eject button, quick. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It's not too bad. We, we right, can it's hear it. do all your speakers now. Ready? <laughs> is it still clicking right now? Yeah, done it. Go on, carry just, on. We're near the end. Anyway. You're okay. It's We're near the bad. end. We're near the end. But yeah, so yeah. basically, so. Tell us just a little bit about what they their plans and goals are, and what we're going to see you in. Um, where are we going to see you? They're gonna you're going to see me in this um, part of their streaming crew in terms of the launching different campaigns in terms of they want to get to streaming. Uh, I give them a couple ideas of Twitch what they can do. So they have a puppy pen already, and I said to them like literally, here's an idea that I have for you. Use the puppies to your advantage. Have a live stream of them from, let's say, 8 o'clock when they wake up to 1 or 2 o'clock. Let them have, like, an hour rest. And then 3 o'clock to, like, 6 or 7 o'clock. And people are just going to be watching that because who doesn't love puppies? Like, oh, never yeah. I've never understood yeah. that, though. I've never understood when people just, like, they have okay. a camera on their fish pond. People, is, people like animals. Puppies are interesting. Yeah, puppies do all sorts of weird it's and like wonderful the, it's things. It's like the cat videos on YouTube. One of the, the most watched videos on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. The I cats also give them they are a bit funny. The cats. Yeah. On how to like interact and stuff like that in terms of like the top donation we'll get to name a dog, or mm. let's say they have like different speakers, treat release mechanisms. So when they donate a certain amount, they can release a treat for the puppies. So There's the puppies can all get massively fat. <laughs> obviously there'll be limits that wouldn't on it. go down well on twitch would it 
They're exploiting no. these dogs, making them fat and making money out of them. I'm so jealous of you, Ross, man, getting to play with puppies all day, man. I love I love doing that. That's a different kind of puppy you're talking about, Trev. Oh, sorry. So, no, I'm talking about dogs. Get your mind out of the gutter. He was talking about the... the, the I could have took that before, even a step further I... then. I could have took it a step further, but I didn't. So can I. I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been hearing about these decks. What's going oh, on? No, you said it. We didn't, we didn't say anything. It's uh, all been Ross, taken as South turn there. We're keeping it really clean. I'm sure you're a deck kind of person. Yeah. Yeah. So overall, you had a good day. Um, everything overall, went to plan and you got some good stuff out of it by the sounds of it. Yes, I, I got some amazing stuff out of it. Uh, I also got a magnificent experience and uh, I was able to blag my way in to the, um, here's another side thing. After all that, they took me out for lunch, brought me lunch as well. which was quite Where did nice they take you? Was it McDonald's? I have no idea. All oh, right. Fancy, like <laughs> place. So I was just you like, oh, happy, happy meal. oh man, they're lucky that they're lucky they didn't. Oh, I didn't turn up then because if they took me out for lunch, I'd just be. I love that, 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 that. I don't like any of them, but I'll eat this one. Eat all of that. <laughs> so yeah, went out to lunch, had a sandwich which was way too big for the actual sandwich bun. Um, went back to the razor shop because I wanted to check it out, and I decided decided to do some filming for my own vlog so i went in and asked them it's like hey do you mind if i do some filming for my vlog i don't want to be one of them dickheads who just come in and be like oh I'm here, here vlog everything so i asked for permissions like yeah no worries and they're like oh we can get you in the streaming area downstairs which is not you're not really supposed to be there but it it should be fine and i was like that's oh. just got two people sacked <laughs> <laughs> um employee I countdown <laughs> <laughs> literally got down there the they have like an infinity mirror they have like a big massive well you've seen the pictures which are on stream pc uk discord hit that up uh they had like a big sign down there infinity mirror took pictures with this on took pictures with the stream pc uk top on um also like if you want to use them for anything like advertising yeah. or anything, like yeah, cool, hey cool. razor <laughs> yeah so it was so, good so you you've, good. you've got a lot Amazing. out of it and you enjoyed your day that's no, good, it's good. Because I did feel a little bit bad that like we we all was gonna go and then you ended up going on your own. But at least before everyone says it, I did say to Ross right at the beginning, look, there's a chance that I might not be going, so you might end up going on your own. And he was like, I don't care, I'm going. I will take this door <laughs> and I will run through it. <laughs> Any door you give me, I'm gonna kick it open as best as I can. <laughs> all right then. So next week it's it's Trev's back door. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, where's that coming from? He said he's going to kick open any back door. I'm, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm anyone's for a pint. Anyhow. <laughs> a pint? Okay, let's go. I mean... Right, we need to move on. So at least you've done... That was all good. It all turned out well for everybody. So uh, it was wicked. Um, right, now, uh, we've got time for one more question because we're getting to the end of the podcast. Uh, I'd like if anyone who's been listening the whole way through, what do you think of the new um, format? And to anyone that's listened to this on actual podcast from a podcast download on iTunes or Spotify or wherever it's from, um, feel free to get in touch with me through email um, or through the Discord. Uh, if it's Discord, you can just go to uh, extremepcuk.co.uk uh, and you can, do an, you can do an email through there as well. Or if it's an email, just hit me up at contact at extremepcuk.co.uk. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Any feedback, uh, if there's things you don't like, things you do like, let us know and then we can work around it. Because um, what I didn't want to happen is what's been happening a lot is being really busy and sometimes I don't have a game to play or whatever. 
So now it's sort of more, it would be more of a deep conversation going right through rather than a section and then like going, what have you got? Oh, what have you got? What have you got? So just let us know what you think of it because um, from what our feedback is so far that we've seen is that people enjoy us talking about whatever we're talking about and as long as we've got good topics to talk about, then that's even, it works better for everybody. Um, right, we've got time for one more question um, and that's from Brilvan. And he says, uh, what's better, one widescreen and two monitors, one widescreen, one more square, so it means like, I think it means one wide and then squares, like side by side, um, and why? Uh, he says he uses a squarish widescreen, which I think he just means not ultra wide, but normal format, but it's obviously quite big, um, a squarish widescreen, so I can game and do work Excel, but I see some really wide, but not very tall ones that intrigue me. Um, so basically, this is this is a decent subject because you're getting now like the 48 and like the 50 plus ultra wide monitors, which uh, go all the way around your desk. And it's like real estate is massive. But the issue I found with these is games aren't optimized for these massive wide monitors. And a lot of them, if you notice, are only 1080. They're only 1080 upwards whereas yeah. you really need a 1440 upwards and if you're going to have a screen that goes all the way around you and it's 1440 upwards by however much pixels around your graphics card is going to be burning up when you're playing games now before anyone says like oh yeah this that the other the reason why people have the big wraparound monitors now is did you know the wraparound monitors you can actually switch them into separate monitor modes did you anyone yeah. notice so yeah, you could properly. get your monitor and you could be like, I want it to be three monitors, but obviously you've got no yeah. bezel in between. And what will happen is you'll get your game on the middle one, you'll get your screen there and you'll get your screen over there and it's just on one monitor. If you're going to use it like that and they're 1440, you've pretty much got equivalent to three monitors. So it's all good. Um, my opinion is don't play a game, unless it's a simulator game like a flight uh, or something like that or a car racing game or space game. I don't really see the point in ultrawides. If anything, I've got annoyed with ultrawides because I find more problems arise with them than a normal ratio screen. Um, so for me, mm. I would stick to your front screen. I like to have uh, full screen. I've got an ultrawide myself here, which is skinny, like long ways, and it's not very high. But if I got the chance, I would now go to a 32 normal ratio screen uh, because when I play games, I've got uh, I've got a, a third of my screen missing at the top. Um and I don't think you need to have that now. Just get three of the big screens, normal size. What, what do you What do you guys think? What Nick's not telling you is he was all about the ultra-wide gaming at one point. Absolutely yeah. loved it. And then he just got pissed off of it. So now he's jumped in the other bandwagon, which I don't blame him for doing. Normal wide screens are fine because they're supported nine times out of ten. Ultra-wide screens are still... For the most part, not supported because not enough people have them. So why would developers go out their way to do it? It makes sense. It's a resource. Um, I've never liked the ultra wides, although those wraparound ones, uh, like Nick says, it's not just virtual screens now or uh, dividers in the middle. It is literally almost like three panels in one where you can you can have your cake and eat it. it that's probably still going to be cheaper than getting three monitors like that and stick them together. I would imagine. Yeah, if but it's the gaming. They don't tend to be high enough for me. I know what you're talking about, Nick, where you say, like, oh, it's 1440p one end, but it'll be, like, 4K up the way. But for me, I like, I've like i got normal standard widescreen. It's 4K. I only game in 4K now because I'm a snob. Um, but I, I reduce my monitors, believe it or not. If you boys remember from back in the day, certainly Nick uh, and Gray, 
I had some set up and I still do. Like I used to have like three monitors and then at one point I had a TV above that. I had like a four monitor set up yeah. and it was a beast. But then the TV came away. One of the monitors came away. I've got one, two monitors, one on top of one another. I don't need any more than that. Really? Um, yeah, I generally don't. Like uh, you, you can, you can use everything like that for streaming stuff as well with two. I've yeah, got an well, it iPad depends. For me, I've got a 34 inch uh, 1440 in front. Yeah, ultra wide. On the left, yeah. I've got a fourteen forty full ratio, uh, thirty two inch, and I've got a full ratio thirty two inch the other side. And the reason why I got the third monitor back was because when I was streaming, uh, when I'm playing Elite, it's so many windows. Streaming alone, you've got your, you've got all your uh, OBS and stuff like that, and your chat and all that sort of stuff. But then when you're playing Elite, you need to have a NARA and loads of third party programs running at the same time as the game. You oh, literally have no yeah. space. You know, and then my my fourth screen is a little one that's in the computer, which tells me the temperatures of everything. I've actually wow. got my second monitor is actually a TV. It wasn't really meant to be a monitor, but since it can do 1080p, I got it over here, and it's about 50% larger than my regular screen. Really? And I keep yeah, and, I, and like you said, I keep stuff over there. So do you like you're tools. looking forward and you're playing like this? Like imagine I'm playing, and then you look at the other screen and you go. <laughs> Over here, though, I just keep the third-party <laughs> tools when I need them and stuff like that. Or Discord. Yeah. I keep Discord a lot on this monitor over here, and I'm just looking forward on everything else. But I don't. I, I, I think what you said about the ultra-wide makes sense. I could I could see getting a normal-wide, normal, normal wide, but the ultra-wide looks just way too skinny, man. And, and if it's not supported by many of the games, then what's the use then? It's Unless you that. A lot of them are supported, but you've got to change your aspect ratio in-game or your yeah, that, um, field of view for that monitor. But, Treatment's an issue, Nick. Though you, you've you've discovered that yourself. I haven't because I haven't used that. That yeah. it, you have to have. You can't have your cake and eat it. You have to change one or the other. Yeah, you can't do both. Well, with the amount of people that come into my stream and they say, if you've got a, an ultra wide fourteen forty, you can make it fit the screen. And I'm like, you can't. You have to either stretch it so that it's off the sides. Yeah. Oh. Or yeah. you have to have black lines. You can't have it any other way. And I don't like doing either them ways. So I'd prefer to just go back to how it was before. Um, Scooby says, uh, I think this is pretty subjective depending on your needs, taste, budget, requirements. Uh, 1080, 1440, ultra wide, uh, yeah. available desk space, etc. For example, a streamer needs to be going for a different to an esports gamer. So it's really will depend on what you want to do. Um, and Scooby says he's got two times uh, 27 inches for the win. Uh, Magic Gaming says he's got a 34 by 40 by 1440. Never had any problems uh, in games, to be honest. Uh, well, you've got the same as me, Magic, um, and I can tell you straight, when you go into Elite Dangerous compared to a normal aspect ratio, you can't see all of your HUD on your spaceship uh, unless you play yeah. around with settings. And that's fine. Yeah. I don't want to play around with settings in games to get well, my screen. Why is, it like that? why is it like that, Nick, though? If that's the default that most people have, why would it be like that? That makes Because when it plays on my screen, it's almost like someone's cut the bottom of my screen off. So I'm in the spaceship and I can't even see on no, my radar no. because it's off the bottom of the screen. You know? So what you do is you raise your your ultrawide up a little bit, stick another monitor underneath it to you know, have the HUD. <laughs> yeah, well that really makes it worth it. <laughs> All the monitors. Low, 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 low. <laughs> Wait, just get two ultra wides and stack one on top of the other. There you go. But it's you just to teach now. the object to just get the, the screen in the first place. But the thing is, this is what I'm this is the issue I'm getting. Like so like I said to you, 
I've got two 32-inch monitors at the side, yeah, and I've got 34 ultra-wide in the middle. So my two side monitors are about three inches taller than my mo the monitor I'm playing on, which is the ultra-wide. But the thing is, because they're 34-inch 1440s, they look like proper monitors, whereas if I just had one of them here, I'd have had more screen. Why would I cut that third of my screen off? It's silly. The other problem, too, is if you have one that ultra-wide, you have two monitors on the right and left. It's like you're looking like way over here and way over there. Scooby says 144-inch wall projector sorted. Or I could just get the VR yeah, yeah, one and go on the cinema screen. True, yeah. true. VR is really good, especially when you're sitting down on digital couches and watching videos. Uh, myself, I've got three monitors, every, each one of them 24 inches. Because myself, I just don't think you need more than 24 inches. It's nice, tidy. It's <coughs> neat. Wait, what's coming? Are we going to talk about decks again? Uh, okay. Mind out the gutter. Size yeah. matters. <laughs> no, size doesn't matter. Also, I've got a mishmash of like different monitors. So I've got one that uses a HDMI, but I don't use a HDMI to it. I use a Display Port to HDMI adapter to run that on like a ten foot cable. One yeah. of the other two have uh, Display Ports. The middle one has problems with certain games where it flicks black in out black in out that's not a driver issue it just does it randomly i don't know why um <laughs> and then the other one works most of the time but sometimes has the same problem as the middle one and it might have something to do with my graphics card i'm not sure about that but hopefully in the future i'll be upgrading and sorting all that out to be honest if i was to be ideal my older monitor's really chunky. My middle monitor's alright. And my crappy monitor is a crappy monitor. Um, the utility of having three monitors, as you say, Nick, with streaming is really good. But also the utility of having it on like a free arm stand. Because then you can turn it whichever way you want. If you want it vertical, if you want it sideways, whatever you want to do. If you want to I be can't a hacker, put mine on a free arm stand. How come? You would need, need a three arm big. stand just to hold up the ultra. <laughs> <laughs> my monitors span a. 12 foot desk. The ultra, the ultra wides are like, you can't, even, you can't even fit it in the screen. So it's just like, they're huge, man. So my monitor, running... I can't reach the end of my monitors with my arms fully out. See, with my arms fully out, I can reach both ends of my monitor, but I've got them like curled into me. So it is almost like an ultra wide, but at the same time. But that's, for... that's what I got. The main one there, then I've got one there, and then I've got one there. And literally, I can turn my chair to that one, and it's straight on. I turn my chair to that one, it's straight on over there. But they are about four foot away from me, to be fair. Hmm. So you got them quite far away, then. Yeah. Got mine, good like, good thing they're not touchscreen. You'd have, you'd have issues. <laughs> yeah, well, my screens literally <laughs> span all it. the way around me. Like, if you look in my glasses, you can see them. Like, look, the reflection. Oh, yeah, I've seen pictures, I remember. They are quite big. But, yeah. Um, oh, what was that? Uh, Brooklyn, I hope that answers your question for what we all, what, what are you not doing now? What are you doing now? That's what she said. You said they are quite big, and I go, well, what was that, Nick? And you're like, you just ran right over that one. Yeah, can, uh, a, parting, a parting shot. If anyone wants to join our Discord that hasn't already or not aware, the first Saturday around about of every month, we have a social night. And it's kind of no holds barred, so you can be crude and dirty and stuff and have a laugh uh, because we're not recording it. So, yeah. Right. And it's and a basically, good laugh. And basically, when you wake up in the morning, you won't remember it anyway. So, well, not <laughs> me. <laughs> the lot, this one that just went, I only had I only had four drinks, but I still managed to do half a litre yeah. bottle of vodka. 
It was the same. Four drinks, but each cup was was <laughs> like a, a quart. Yeah. Yeah. There's some proper shots right there. Go and speak to a doctor or something. Mate, it's COVID. In COVID, I just somehow got onto a 50-50 mix. Man, we got around to bigger decks, and now we're talking about half, half bottles. I mean, come that's on. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's an American measure. The first time I went to the States, I went to like a bar in the middle of nowhere, literally, and I asked for a screwdriver, vodka orange. I was into vodka and orange at the time. And she literally went like this with the vodka into the glass do, 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 do. none of this 25 ml yeah. measure do, 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 do. and then a splash of orange at the top and i was drinking it go oh, i love that <laughs> but like, it's like irish guardian just said pint size mega pint no this is in your normal normal glass, normal glass yeah pretty much half full um with a splash yeah. of red bull <laughs> oh my god worse yeah, you should man. have dragon oh, soup, Nick. You should have dragon soup if you've never had that. I've never even heard of that. Oh, you, you'll you love that. Peach snaps, another spirit. Tastes, it's got energy juice in it as well. It's the most lethal cocktail of alcohol you can have. You'll Bring love it. it anyway. Let's go. Bring it on. One thing I was just going to say before we go. Um, who's going to Twitch London? Are any of you coming? Ross, are you coming? Yo. Yeah, definitely. I'm down to Twitch London. Let's go! Are you coming to meet me beforehand? Uh, that I need to figure out. Uh, Cause I can? We, yeah, because we're going to be going as a group, you see. So everybody's yeah. welcome to come to Twitch London with us. Oh, Trev, it's a shame you're not coming, man. Uh, I I never bought a new cup. Well, that's a that's a tip to uh, Ross. Buy a cup, and I mean not the cup that you drink from, a cup for down there. Because Nick has a few drinks in him, and he'll... No worries. It. I've got I've got a mug. I don't need a cup. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and cool. one thing I did want to say is uh, just quickly is thank you to everybody that gives me a Discord subs uh, and Twitch subs. Uh, really do appreciate it. Um, they're still coming in, and it, I still really do appreciate it. Um, the other thing I wanted to say, what what did I want to say? There was something I really needed to say, and I can't think of it. it must have been Dex or something, but no, yeah. that's probably why I couldn't think <laughs> of it because I was thinking of that. <laughs> Oh my god. Take the YouTube clip. All the thick, big decks. Yeah, and I can't think. Um, right, oh, that, that'll do yeah. that to you. No, what, what I was going to say is, um, uh, I'm not going to say numbers, but basically, the podcast last week, because the way I sort of work out the podcast is what downloads we get in the first 24 hours. Um, so when this goes out tonight at 12 o'clock in the UK, uh, I, tomorrow I'll check to see how many downloads we've had in the first 24 hours. That sort of gives you an idea of like subs and stuff like that. Because um, obviously we do get a lot of downloads over the podcast over um, the month. But we hit all-time highest last week that we've ever had. Um, and it was by nearly double. So it wow. was pretty amazing um, to have that many downloads. I'm not going to say how many because I don't want everyone to know. I don't know where we stand with other podcasts yeah. and that. We don't want to. We don't want to make ourselves look either really big or really small. We don't want to think we've got a big deck when we don't really have a big deck. No, I that's right. We cards. don't. <laughs> no, no cards. Yes. There are, but, you know, there are fifty-two decks. In, never mind. Exodia. <laughs> but I just just want to say thank you to everybody that downloads the podcast and still with us. And you know, yeah, we're man. always happy to mold the podcast to what the listeners want. If anyone wants anything changed or whatever, or you've got any ideas, let us know, uh, and we'll go from there. And with that. Uh, thanks to all you guys for coming on. Thank you to everybody. Thanks for all the subs and uh, and raids and so on. And I will see you all in the next one. Cheers, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks, Dave. Bye.
And also, Bye. hold for the raid. We will be raiding somebody else right now. And I will see you all in the Discord if you're about. See you in a little while. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.